Eagle Country 99.3. From the United Community Bank Studios, inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station, is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, and EagleCountryOnline.com. With steamy summer weather still hanging around southeast Indiana, the boys of fall enter week number five of the high school football season. The Lawrenceburg Tigers have traveled north to Brookville tonight, where they will take on their EIAC counterparts, the Franklin County Wildcats. Both of these teams find themselves with identical one and three records, both looking for a big win that could prove as a springboard for the second half of the season. Will the Tigers tame the Wildcats, or will Franklin County cage the guests from Lawrenceburg on their home field? We will find out together next. Finally, there is relief for your knee pain. I'm Dr. Robert Rolfe with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. I see many patients that experience pain when going up or downstairs or when sitting for long periods of time. This pain could be from arthritis or possibly a tear in your cartilage. These injuries happen with twisting motion and it damages the cartilage of the knee. It can also happen from degenerative changes in our normal daily routines. If you are ready to live without knee pain, give us a call at Beacon Orthopedics. Our fellowship trained physicians will be glad to create a personalized plan of care to treat your injury and reduce that pain. Call us today at 513-605-4444 or schedule anytime at BeaconOrtho.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to Franklin County High School. It's time for high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. I'm John Blackwell alongside Jack Clevenger, and this is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. We have two teams that have done the exact same thing on each of the first four Friday nights this season. Season opening losses followed by victories in week two, but currently riding two-game losing streaks. That puts both of these teams, Lawrenceburg and Franklin County, with identical one and three records, but still maintaining high expectations. Tonight's victory will be much needed for whoever gets it. For Coach Ryan Kaniga and the visiting Tigers, they are coming off a frustrating two-game losing streak with a 17-8 storm-shortened contest against Milan two weeks ago and a heartbreaking 34-33 loss to a quality Greensburg team one week ago tonight in which the Tigers accumulated nearly 500 yards of offense. Freshman quarterback Garrett Yoon accumulated a career-high 344 yards in the air to go along with three rushing touchdowns. He continues to find more and more weapons to spread the ball around to, primarily his older brother, Junior Gavin Yoon, who has hauled in 20 passes for nearly 400 yards. Jack, this Tiger offense, despite the 1-3 and three record, is more than capable of putting up a big number tonight or any night. For sure. I mean, uh, Lawrenceburg, you know, uh, right now they just got to try and focus on being able to be a more balanced uh, team right now. I mean, that's really the main thing that they need them to do uh, is try and be able to, to balance that out. I mean, with, with all the receiving yards and passing yards that are going on, uh, you know, we got our quarterback who's rushing in, to, you know, for the touchdowns, but we got to get the other guys involved, be able to make something on the ground happen. Otherwise, it's just not going to be able to be able to beat a quality team. No, absolutely. On the other side of the ball, Jack, the Franklin County Wildcats are navigating through Coach Wes Gilman's first year at the helm of his alma mater, and they're coming off a 56-7 loss to East Central last week. The Wildcats entered this season returning only two starters on offense. They've shown the ability to move the ball via the run and pass at times, but have only been able to exceed 14 points once so far this season. That in their lone win, 46-3 versus Connorsville. Junior quarterback Brady Bogan is more than capable both in the air and on the ground, but the offense is in a 
ability to put points on the board has put an awful lot of pressure on that young defense in the early stages of this season, Jack. Well, I mean, really, I mean, it's going to come down to the the playmakers. I mean, that's really where it's going to have to be because they're going to have to try and not only just move the ball but get in the end zone. I mean, right now, as far as, you know, moving it between the the hash marks is great, but until they can find a way to actually put the points on the board, uh, you know, and I don't mean going for the field goal. I mean, actually getting the touchdowns to go, uh, you know, and they're going to have to do that on the ground. They're going to have to try and learn to truly run that ball um, and try and break down the uh, Tigers' defense, which uh, right now could be a very tough task for them this evening. We've got two teams here tonight hungry for their second victory of the season. You're listening to the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. When we return, you'll hear from Lawrenceburg head coach Ryan Kaniga. Back after this on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Talking about Franklin County takes back to last week and the listeners. Um, quickly, if you can, I'm sure there'd be a ton to talk about, but um, kind of hit on a couple of things from last week's heartbreaking 34-33 loss to Greensburg. Really good game between what I consider two good teams. Offense racked up almost 500 yards of offense. So I'm sure frustrated to lose, but um, also some positives to take away. I would agree. A, a lot of positives. I thought offensively we moved the ball. Um, we finished drives. Garrett Yoon uh, played extremely well. Uh, you know, if you look at the stats, we were able to throw the ball and rack up some major yardage there with over uh, 344 yards in the air. But, uh, you know, I told our kids I thought we uh, fought uh, to the to the final buzzer. I thought we played really well. And, you know, the disappointing thing was is that we did lose. But, uh, you know, a late turnover there, um, we actually let them score and then go down and have a chance to, to go for two for the win. And the way the game was going, uh, you know, thought that was the right call and you know we wouldn't have done that if we didn't think our kids could execute or if it was something that we hadn't worked on but just thought we'd have to go for two eventually but you know that's a 3A EIAC uh, loss and uh, you know that's probably going to maybe knock us out of the race. Uh, We'll have to probably have some help from somebody but you know we we grew as a team last Friday and uh, excited to get going tonight against Franklin County. Yeah, you mentioned Garrett Yoon. It's been three weeks since the Tigers have been on Eagles, so talk to the listeners a little bit about his development. Um, you know, over 400 yards of offense himself last week when you combine rushing um, with passing. So talk a little bit about his development as a quarterback and then your offense in general, um, you know, to put 33 points up uh, last week has to be uh, encouraging. Yep, and, you know, Garrett uh, 
he's just an exceptional athlete. He has grown each week. Um, you know, when you come in as a freshman and you start talking to quarterbacks about reads and coverages, they kind of stare at you like a deer in the headlights. But, uh, you know, each week he's gotten better with that. We know how teams are now looking to cover and what coverages they're going to play. So he's getting better every week at that. Um, we're also doing a lot of uh, read option stuff with him. So he's reading, you know, linebackers or some D linemen and some certain plays. And, you know, he has the keys to our offense. And, you know, he's done, done an exceptional job. And, you know, most uh, programs don't like to put that much pressure on a freshman. But he's handled it well. He's running our offense very well. And as you said, 33 points last Friday. Um, and he racked up over, you know, accounted for 400-some yards himself. So we're very pleased with where he's at. And, and the good news for us is that we think he's only going to continue to get better. So we're looking forward to that. And hopefully, uh, you know, he can make some plays tonight. No, absolutely. Um, a lot of listeners know I, I teach at the at Lawrenceburg High School. I've seen a lot of boots and crutches and casts um, this week. So talk a little bit about some of the guys that are maybe uh, out playing banged up and or some of the, the players you'll count on to, to step up and, and, and fill some of those, those holes. Yeah, the uh, the IR list is, is growing daily here at, at Lawrenceburg. I think we're up to right about 18 or 19 kids, which is 23% of our roster. So, um, you know, last week we lost to Brody Dennison late in the game with uh, what we thought was a knee injury but turned out to be an ankle injury. And uh, he'll be in a boot for, uh, you know, two weeks. And then this week in practice, uh, had an offensive lineman go down and, and Ashton Craig, uh, an ankle. Not, not severe, but we'll keep him out this week and hopefully get him back next week and then uh, you know a few other people that uh, you know are just trying to get better but the injury bug has definitely uh, bit us you know the good news defensively we've been rotating a lot of players so Dakota Roth will step up tonight at outside linebacker Lance Bates another freshman who played some in the Greensburg game will will step in for Ashton and you know I think we got good guys around them that are going to help them out but uh, if you uh, took our starting lineup and our projected starting lineup up at the beginning of the year and where we're at right now uh it's it's definitely different but uh you know you hear coaches say it all the time and it's true next man up and coach them up and try to get them ready and they'll just have to perform tonight and we'll see what we can do and hopefully get a, a road win here in the iac yeah, last question, Coach. Tonight's opponent, Franklin County, um, comes in with a one and three record. A uh, couple quality opponents that you're familiar with um, that they've they've suffered defeats to. Talk a little bit about them, what they do well, what concerns you uh, tonight, and maybe a key or two to to get this road win here in Brookville tonight. Well, the first thing that concerns me is their zone game, and you know they have the the Milan film, I guess half of the film um, from Milan, and Milan had some success running the zone against us and the split zone with their running back. So, uh, you know, uh, Franklin County's kind of a carp- carbon copy of Milan's offense and scheme wise as far as the zone. They do like to get into some tight end sets. They use their tight end very well in the passing game with some flood routes. The quarterback is one of their one one of two returning starters and uh, I think he threw for close to a thousand yards last year himself so you know we'll have to you know load the box try to stop the zone and not get beat deep and give up the big play their defense uh, we've seen multiple things out of them they are an odd based front but you play Newcastle who has two good very receivers so that changes up your scheme you play East Central who's going to pound the ball so then they change up some things but we feel we got a good game plan we're going to have to execute we're going to have to stop the run and you know last week's special 
special teams bit us. And we've practiced a lot on the special teams uh, phase this week, so hopefully that can be a game changer for us. And, you know, we'll, we'll go out and give it our best effort and see what happens here in Brookville tonight. Coach, thanks for your time, and, and good luck here. All right, thank you, and go Tigers. That is Lawrenceburg head coach Ryan Kaniga. When we return on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show, we will hear from Franklin County head coach Wes Gilman. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We're back on the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan pregame show, joined now by first-year Franklin County head coach Wes Gilman back at his alma mater um, as he prepares for tonight's home game against Lawrenceburg. Coach, before we talk about tonight's game, just go back to last week just a little bit, if you will. Obviously, a, a loss, East Central, and East Central's going to hang losses on a lot of people in this area, but just to couple things to build off of for last week and or to improve on um, going into tonight and the second half of the season. Yeah, I mean, you know, last week's one of those games you just got to flush immediately. I mean, we we watched the film, obviously, and there's a lot of things we could have done a heck of a lot better, so there was a lot to learn from it. Um, but like you said, East Central's a heck of a team, and they're going to, I think they're going to go a ways this year. Uh, you know, if Coach Stonefields keeps them together and they have the right attitude. But, you know, we you learn from it and you move on. Uh, we're a young team. We're inexperienced. Um, and for kids to go out there and get that, I mean, it's humbling to go through a game like that. And, um, uh, you know, I've done it. I did it when I was a player. You know, we've all been through games like that. But, you know, you fight through them and you make the most of it. And then you're better the, the next week and the week after that. And then, uh, you know, eventually you're better the next season. Um, so it's just one of those years that we have a young team. Uh, we don't have a lot of leaders or, or guys that are, are used to be in leaders, and they are going to become better football players as the year progresses. That's what we're, we're trying to do. Sure. Now, speaking of young team, um, you know, nine, replacing nine starters on offense, one of the two returning starters you have back is your quarterback, Brady Bogan, and he's shown the ability to run it and throw it. Talk about his progression as a quarterback with so many new pieces around him, and of course yourself being in your first year here, and uh, just his, his involvement and, and the offense's involvement moving into the second half of the season. Yeah, so coming into the year, uh, Brady was one of the returning offensive starters and then a lineman Luke Moster. Uh, and we put a lot on Brady's shoulders. Um, and I think that added a little pressure to him. Um, we asked him to make plays this year where last year it was um, you know, a lot of our offense was Mitchell Orsel. And we would hand the ball off to him and Mitchell would make things happen. This year I think Brady's the type of kid that uh, he's not going to you look at him physically and he doesn't look overpowering. He doesn't, he's not you know, he stands maybe 5'10", 150 50 pounds, but um, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, he works extremely hard. Uh, sometimes he puts too much pressure on himself and he overthinks things. And, and to be honest with you, he's throwing to a whole new, whole new group of receivers. Um, we got a brand new backfield. So again, it's a team that that's going to get better, and we're still feeling each other out. We're still learning how to play with one another. Um, so not only are you, you have a bunch of kids playing varsity for the first time, uh, but Brady, a kid that's played there 
is now surrounded by a bunch of inexperienced kids. So it's hard for him, too. I mean, it's it's just a completely different team from last year. Uh, but you can see him growing each week. And just his attitude is pretty amazing. He's uh first one there, last one to leave type kid. Uh, just a great leader, Brady is. Gotcha. Thanks, Coach. And last last question. Um, tonight's opponent, Larsburg Tigers, come here um, to Brookville. Uh, identical records, one and three. A two-game losing streak on their own, but, but definitely an offense that's capable of putting up big numbers. Talk a little bit about what impresses you about them and, and maybe a key or two for you guys tonight to, to get a big home win. Yeah, so, you know, they're about 50-50 pass throw, I think, or uh, pass run. Um, they have a very young backfield. Um, I think similar to us uh, in their inexperience, but you can see their playmakers. You can see the quarterback. Uh, he moves around pretty well, not real fast, but he's, he's shifty. Uh, and he throws a nice ball, uh, but, you know, it's hard to be a quarterback at the, uh, as a freshman at the varsity level. So what we have to do is get pressure on him, and probably one of the strengths of our defense is our secondary. Um, they're extremely quick, extremely athletic, and I expect them to have a big night. We just have to uh, get pressure on them uh, up front and play physical. Um, you know, Lawrenceburg is always a team that's going to be physical. They fly around with their 3-3 stack on defense. Uh, they try to confuse the offensive linemen a little bit with different stunts and whatnot, but we just have to work the game plan and hopefully we execute, and that's all we can do. And play hard. You know, we, we've come out a couple games this year where we were just flat, and I think that comes with inexperience and youth. Uh, but if we come out and play hard tonight, I think it's a game we can compete in. Coach, thanks for your time, and good luck tonight and the rest of the season. All right, thank you. That is Franklin County Head Coach Wes Gilman. We'll be back after this with some keys to the game on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's simple. We're changing car buying from an errand to an experience. Hi, this is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford, and we're on a mission to turn the hassle of purchasing a new vehicle into a simple and memorable experience you'll enjoy for years to come. It's truck month. Simply enjoy your new 2018 F-150 with 0% for 72 months or up to 10000 off on select units. Want it lifted? No one puts a lift in your truck life like Jim True Ford. It's simple. Start your car buying experience at JimTrueFord.com and then come see me and our experienced staff on U.S. 52 in relaxing Brookville. Welcome to the Jim True Ford family. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We are back to Franklin County High School in Brookville, Indiana, getting set for kickoff here for the visiting Lawrenceburg Tigers and the host Franklin County Wildcats. We're gonna we're due for the national anthem here in Brookville, so we're gonna take another quick break, and we will return with the Hagford keys to the game and some final thoughts before kickoff. It's a hometown tradition, playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends, playing for the pride and glory of the name across the front of the jersey, playing for the love of the game. The hometown tradition continues. Your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, is your home for high school sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by... Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale, the City of Lawrenceburg, Community Spirit Credit Union, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacy in Dillsboro, Rising Sun, and Lawrenceburg, Daring Eating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Margaret Mary Health. 
Steve Sunoco BP, Jim True Ford in Brookville, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, Gary Trable, sales expert at Herlinger Chevrolet, United Community Bank, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We're back to Franklin County High School. Wrapping up the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show, we've got the Lawrenceburg Tigers and the Franklin County Wildcats in an EIAC non-divisional contest. This is John Blackwell alongside Jack Clevenger on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Jack, just a couple minutes away from kickoff here. How about our hag for keys to the game for both teams? Well, I mean, right now uh, we're really looking at, uh, you know, running is going to be the key feature actually for on both sides of the ball, but that's what the Tigers have got to do. they got to run that balanced uh, offense and be able to get that ball in the end zone on the ground. And uh, likewise, on the uh, Franklin County side, uh, Wildcats are going to try and get something established to establish a running game. That's really what they've kind of been missing for. If they can establish that, then they've got a shot. Otherwise, uh, Lawrenceburg Tigers just going to uh, run their roofs for them tonight. Yeah, I think it's safe to say whoever establishes and maintains the run will have an inside track to victory tonight. Franklin County has played from behind an awful lot this year, Jack, and kind of forced them to maybe put it in the air a little more than they want. So getting off to a good start might be key for them as well. Those are your Hag Ford keys to the game. Franklin County is set to kick to Lawrenceburg. Number 44, Drew Dixon, your kicker. Deep kick. He gets by number 19, Jade Nisham. He's going to pick it up at about the four. Makes one man miss, but not another one. Good coverage and a good bounce there by the Franklin County kicking team. The Tigers will start first and ten at about their 17-yard line. I mean, we're going to talk about where the field position is going to be uh, along with uh, one of the things we're going to have to look at. They can't really get the running game established unless they can be able to afford to be able to get field position right. Otherwise, they're going to keep putting that ball in the air. Here comes the freshman quarterback, Garrett Yoon, his fifth varsity start. Tremendous week last week in a losing effort to Greensburg. The start in the shotgun formation. Single back looks like Mason Kennedy. Two wide receivers to each side. Yoon, a slant route to his his brother Gavin. Excuse me, that's number five, Brendan Cox, coming out of the slot. And a quick-hitting slant route going to be good for a first down. Gain of 17. Moves it from the 17 to the 34. Quick first down for the Tigers. I mean, Brandon Cox, I mean, when you look at him, I mean, I know he was uh, two weeks removed as far as from being player of the game over there, but, I mean, it was it was really, uh, you know, just going to be able to move the ball and keep it going like that. They're not going to need to worry about the run game for a moment. Here's Yoon, shotgun again. Quick out route to number 20, Jalen Parks. He hauls it in and gets knocked out of bounds out of, after about a gain of five. Real quick, if we can, the starting offense for the Tigers. These Tigers move quick. Center Dalton Dixon at guard. You've got Jack Bradley with Lance Bates, Ethan Fornash, and Ethan Paris in the tackle spots. Jalen Parks, who hauled in that last one out in a slot. Gavin Yoon, the other slot. Bird and Cox in the backfield will also find some times in the slot with the fullback, Mason Kennedy. Here's Yoon on a second and five. Fakes the end around and gives it to Cox. 
coming back to his left, and that's going to be a first down for the Tigers. Gain of five, and the Tigers' second first down already out to the 45. Man, what a, what a great job there in misdirection. They really thought they were going to be throwing the uh, ball there again because that's all they've done so far, and just hand it off and straight up the middle, get the first down, and be able to make uh, uh, Franklin County pay a little bit for trying to focus on the pass. First and ten for the Tigers. They started this drive deep in their own territory, and they're already pushing midfield. Here's Yoon in the backfield. Kennedy, the fullback with him. Cox in motion. A quick jet sweep to Cox, and this time great penetration by the Franklin County defensive line. A host of tacklers are going to wrap up Cox for a loss. In on the tackle, among others, for Franklin County, number 68, Robbie Parsons. Adam Moore was in there as well. A quick look at the Franklin County defensive starters. A 3-3 stack alignment. Luke Must, Monster, Robbie Parsons, and Cole Erfman, the down lineman. Five linebackers, Joe Fields, Austin Bramer, Adam Moore, Tyler Woods, and Seth Schwartz. We'll get to the secondary after this second and 11 play. A jet sweep going the other way to Bird. Bird makes one guy miss, and he is brought down by Parsons after about a gain of four. So the Tigers will look at their first third down of the night to wrap up the Franklin County starters in the secondary. Cornerbacks Augustus Runyon and Evan McKinney with safety Hunter Tashane. First third down of the night for the Tigers, Jack. Third and seven. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if they're going to try and just can ground it here. They're going to put it in the air and try and see what kind of yards they can pick up. Yoon in the shotgun like he will be all night. Kennedy stays home to block. Quick out route to his brother Gavin. Goes up and gets it. Makes one man miss. He's got a first down and more. That's going to be a gain of about 19 and puts you into Franklin County territory at the 36-yard line. Gavin Yoon's first catch. Would be, surpri- would be surprised if there's not a lot more of those tonight. Well, Gavin really made that play. I mean, he was able to avoid two defenders there and break the, uh, through the tackle and be able to just get extra yards even after the first down. First and ten, Tigers, Yoon back in the shotgun. Two wide to each side with Kennedy as the fullback. Has been the alignment essentially every snap this drive. Fakes the sweep to Bird, keeps it himself up the middle, and more positive yardage for the Tigers. That looks like a gain of six. We'll put the Tigers in second and four. Yoon give him six on his first carry of the night. So, well, no issues as far as having him run the ball. Uh, you know, he put up uh, two touchdowns, uh, uh, or three rather, as far as on the ground last week. So, no issues of him keeping the ball there and running, make some positive yardage. Pretty good tempo to this first Tiger drive as well. Not a, a breakneck, no huddle, but just a good tempo with them getting to the line, getting their signals in. Here's second and four. Bird in motion left to right. He takes the jet sweep, turns the corner, sees some room, cuts it back to the middle, picks up the first down. And he's brought down after a gain of about seven. Another Tiger first down, knocking on the door of the red zone. It's going to be first and ten at the 23. Number 68, Robbie Parsons in on about his third tackle of the drive. Man, what a great job of balancing out this pass run. Though. I mean, you know, the, between the sweeps and the runs or, or the passes over the middle, they're just doing a phenomenal job. And, again, the pace you were talking about is just perfect. Year and again, I don't think the Tigers have subbed. Two to each side. Cox in motion this time, right to left. Direct snap, maybe. Kennedy with a direct snap to the fullback, Mason Kennedy. And he only knows how to run one way, and that is hard and low to the ground. And he carried a host of Franklin County tacklers for a gain of nine. It's going to be second and one for the Tigers inside the 15-yard line. Well, it took the entire defensive line there just to put the stops on him to keep him out of the end zone because that was a phenomenal straight forward straight up down the middle. Yoon again, bird in motion. Another direct snap to Kennedy and a similar result. 
When Mason Kennedy gets a touch, there's nothing fancy about it, Jack. Direct snap, and he is hitting that hole as hard and as low as he can, and that's a gain of five. First and goal, Tigers at the eight. I mean, when you're getting that much penetration from your front line up front, to be able to, you know, beating them off the ball is just going to allow you to make those plays happen. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised me here if they do a little uh, misdirection. Tigers inside the 10. First and goal with the 8 on a drive that started back at their own 17. Here's Bird on another jet sweep. Flag down as Bird advances it to about the 5. Flag thrown in the area of holding. We'll wait and see for sure. Preliminary call is holding. So that's going to back the Tigers up to about the 18. So they'll be looking at first and goal at the 18. Hunter Cheshane came up and made the tackle from his safety position. They really kind of surprised me there. I kind of looked for them to, to fake the sweep there and put that ball in the air. But, I mean, they've been having so much success. I mean, you know, how can you argue with that when they've been able to move the ball as well as they have? Almost a flawless drive. I mean, we've seen them go the length of the field here. 7.24 to go in a scoreless first quarter. Picked up multiple first downs. We'll get the official count uh, for you there in just a second and keep you updated on how many free wings you're going to get. Six first downs already on this drive. So that's six free wings tonight when you buy one wing at your Flossie Drive in Greendale wings and rings but now they're looking at first and goal at the 19 here's Yoon in the shotgun three-step drop looking to the corner his brother Gavin is open touchdown Tigers Gavin Yoon on a corner route beautifully thrown ball from his brother Garrett and the Tigers despite the penalty finish a beautiful first drive Jack Oh, wow, what a gorgeous pass. I mean, you could just sit there and watch it. You just knew it was going right where it was supposed to. I mean, right in his hands, and he didn't have to move. He didn't have to do nothing, just keep in stride. What a beautiful pass and a great job of, you know, again, using that run pass option there to try and, you know, throw the defense off. Peyton Sieg on for the extra point. Clean snap, clean hold. Sieg's PAT is good. 7.06 to go in the first quarter. The Tigers strike first. They lead Franklin County on the road here at Franklin County High School 7 to nothing. We will be back after this. This is high school football on Eagle 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. Want to do your banking with a financial institution that will always be locally owned? Community Spirit is owned by its credit union members. Think outside the bank and join Community Spirit Credit Union by October 1st. You'll be entered to win a Bengals prize package. It includes two tickets to a game, a $100 gift card, and an autographed football. See Branch for details on Industrial Drive in Warrensburg or visit communityspiritcu.org. NCUA. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We're back to Franklin County High School. John Blackwell alongside Jack Clevenger where the Lawrenceburg Tigers just put together an impressive 11-play, 83-yard drive to strike first and go up 7-0, Jack. Great balance on that drive. Multiple players getting their hand on the ball and then a beautiful touchdown pass to close it out. Oh, it was phenomenal. I mean, again, when you were talking about the keys of the game, I mean, they just flat took those to the heart and just put them in force. I mean, it was wonderful. Noah Roulette kicks off for the Tigers. Short kick fielded by the Wildcats. Looked like number 26 there. 
return of that. Adam Moore, not much gain. But due to the short kick, they will start at the 32-yard line. So here comes the Franklin County offense for the first time tonight, led by six-foot junior quarterback Brady Bogan, a threat to run it and throw it. In the backfield with him, he will have, well, we'll see who starts. There's a host of Franklin County running backs that will carry the ball. But let's go up front first. At center, you'll have Cameron Smith with Jerry Eversole and Luke Moster at guards. Anthony Moore and Cole Erfman at tackles. We'll get to the Franklin County skill positions after this first and ten. Bogan in the shotgun himself. Hands off, and that's going to be a halfback pass going deep, and it is intercepted by Gavin Yoon. He handed it off to Augustus Runyon, the starting tailback. It was a halfback pass, number 25, Clayton Spurlock, streaking down the right sideline, man-to-man coverage by Yoon. Ball underthrown just a little bit and right into the hands of Gavin Yoon, so you could not have scripted a better start for the Tigers, Jack. Seven on the board. And they've got the ball back, one snap into Franklin County's drive. I mean, they were reading that the whole way. I mean, just good coverage because I really thought Franklin County was going to come out and pound the ball on the ground. But, I mean, you know, just to be aware and still play that good of coverage there and be able to get to the ball, phenomenal job on defense. It looked like one of those plays where he only had one option. He had one guy, and he was throwing to him no matter what. And It was just like you said, well defended. Here's you and Tiger offense right back on the field. A little take the jet sweep to Bird. Yoon going deep. He's Parks has some separations. Caught going down the sideline. Jalen Parks, one man to beat. He beats him. Touchdown, Tigers. Fans. Touchdown, Larsburg. 65 yards. Touchdown pass, Yoon to Parks. Jack, sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I was just so excited to watch. I mean, just watching that play develop. I mean, you could just see. I mean, he had to make that extra little yardage there, one man to beat. But just to be able to do that and not just lay down. I mean, they had, you know, 30-yard-plus gain. They could have just taken that and been happy. But uh-uh, nothing doing, sure. going to the end zone. Correct. Had Parks been tackled, it would have been a gain of 30, and the Tigers would have been, been in business, but he got some separation and then outran the last Franklin County defender. Sieg's PAT is good, her second of the night, and just like that, with 6.40 to go in the first quarter, Lawrenceburg 14, Franklin County 0. Back after this, this is high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Going to the dentist should be a reason to smile. I'm Dr. Brian Euler, and at Euler Family Dentistry, your family dental practice in Lawrenceburg, you'll get exceptional dental care from an extraordinary team. We provide patient-centered care at a convenient location with extended office hours. Whether you need implant restoration or same-day crowns, traditional braces or Invisalign, we'll put you at ease so you can have the smile you deserve. We even do sedation dentistry. Check us out at EulerDDS.com, O-Y-L-E-R-D-D-S.com. Euler Family Dentistry, we can't wait to make you smile. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99. Back to Franklin County High School where the Lawrenceburg Tigers lead Franklin County 14 to nothing. A long scoring drive, a turnover by the defense, and then a quick strike score. That's the ideal start if you're on the road or at home, for that matter, Jack. I'd say you'll take you'll take putting points on the board all day long. But I think I really think uh, uh, Lawrenceburg was kind of influenced by Franklin County coming out trying to throw that long ball early and said, "Huh, not on our day. We're going to take it home." Well, those their own medicine. Noah Roulette kicking off for the second time. Similar kick to his first one, fielded by the same Wildcat Adam Moore at about the 30. And not much there. Good coverage by the Tigers. So I've seen that kickoff before. A midline kickoff fielded by number 26, Adam Moore, defended well. And they're within a yard of where they started their first drive, which only lasted one play before the Gavin Yoon interception. 
set up the Garrett Yoon touchdown pass. You think Big Brother's telling Little Brother about that one? Like, hey, don't forget who set that. Don't forget who set that bomb up. Oh, I guarantee, and I, I think uh, they're right now they're going to try and uh, do a duplicate right now, just trying to say, hey, that worked pretty good last time. Let's try this again. Let me get your Franklin County skill, guys. I didn't get to that on the first one. You've got Clayton Spurlock and Evan McKinney at the receivers, and you've got Augustus Runyon, Tyler Woods in the backfield with Austin Braumer at the tight end. Here is Runyon. Now they go to that run game, and that's going to be a first down. Runyon off tackle gets into the Tigers' secondary. Gain of 10, maybe 11, and a first down for Franklin County. Speaking of first downs, for every Tiger first down tonight, and they already have six, that's good for one free wing or ring with the purchase of one wing or ring. Tonight only at the Greendale Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive, the ultimate sports restaurant experience. First down for the Wildcats on the 45-yard line, their own 45. Bogan in the shotgun. Tigers show blitz. Might have jumped off sides, and they did Jack Fetty from the middle linebacker position, showing blitz. Stepped in the... Five looked themselves with Bryson Hawkins, Wyatt Thatcher, and Logan Hensley, the three-down line. And Jack... squeezed oranges, grass-fed beef for grilling, and crisp organic greens. It all tastes as good as it sounds. We're also proud of what's not in our food, like GMOs or high prices. Simple Truth, available exclusively at Kroger. The 10 for 10 sale is on now. Look for the special tags on great items throughout the store and mix and match 10 for $10 with card. Fresh food, low prices at Kroger. It's back. Now at Kroger, you can earn four times the fuel points on gift cards. Just download your digital coupon at Kroger.com or on the app. Then head to Kroger and choose great gift cards like Xbox, Sephora, Outback Steakhouse, Kohl's, and more. Use them for all your shopping and earn four times the fuel points. Buy here, use there. Save at the pump with your coupon from Kroger.com. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Fresh food. Low prices at Kroger. Whether you are starting college for the first time or are ready for a different career, Ivy Tech Community College of Lawrenceburg and Batesville is here to help you succeed. Ivy Tech offers degrees that are affordable and classes that are convenient. Second eight-week classes start on October 15th. Apply for free at ivytech.edu. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Technical difficulties back at Franklin County High School. Team swapped penalties. Lawrenceburg got a stop on a second or a first and ten rather, and then Brady Bogan just kept it himself for a gain of eight. Franklin County is looking at a third and two at the Lawrenceburg 46. Big third down here. Could be four down territory, but just a big drive for Franklin County. Things have not gone their way early, so a sustained drive would be huge for them. Yeah, really trying to get this first down and make something happen, but so far, Lawrenceburg's been able to penetrate in the backfield just looking to get the stop. Here's Bogan under center this time, and that's blown up. Jack Fetty from the middle linebacker position, and 
that's going to be a, a loss. Uh, it was Augustus Runyon on the carry. It's going to be a loss of about four, maybe five. Depends where the ref wants to spot it because he just blew him up and carried him backwards. And it's going to be spotted right at the 50, fourth and five Franklin County. The ball squarely at the 50-yard line. And the punt team is coming in. Well, I mean, once you take a, a, a loss like that, when you're just a short yardage trying to get the the first down there, and you just, I mean, the defender nearly took the uh, handoff. I mean, I know people have used that euphemism forever, but he really did was right there at the same time and then just took him down from there. Your punter, number nine, Evan McKinney. Prime position for a fake, not going to fake it. He lets off a pretty good kick. It's going to bounce and take a small Franklin County bounce, actually a little backspin. Lands it dead right on the 20-yard line. So the Tiger offense will take the field first and 10 at the 20. Freshman Garrett Yoon, 5 for 5 through the air, 125 yards, two touchdowns. Now, Jack, your key to the game was establish the run. Right now, the big stats are through the air. The touchdowns are through the air, but they definitely on that first drive used the run to set up those good looks for you. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're making the defense stay home. You're making them actually, you know, take in, try and contain the ends. Uh, but if the secondary just can't stop their receivers, uh, they better find a way to get to the quarterback or it's going to be a long day. Direct snap to number 10, Adam Bird, looking for space on the right edge. Finds some. And he's taken down after about a gain of six. Number 27, Austin Bramer on the tackle. So Bird getting involved here early. Be second and three for the Tigers. The Tigers just a, a confidence, confident offense with rhythm right now, Jack. I mean, the, the pace of play, like you were referring to earlier, is just phenomenal. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going at the same pace. It's just phenomenal to watch right now. We got Bird in. It's a quarterback position. A direct snap to Bird. Gives it to an end around for Cox. Not a ton of yardage there, but enough for a first down. Move the chains. Gain of about five for Cox. That last snap went to Bird in the shotgun formation. I'm not sure if uh, Garrett Yoon was not on the field, and he is now. You got to think, you got to keep in mind, Adam Bird was the quarterback last year. The Tigers had a two quarterback system last year with Adam Bird, one of the two. So that's a weapon out there when you've got a, your best running back also has varsity experience at the quarterback position. I mean, when you got people who can do the multiple positions, especially at that level, it's just phenomenal. Well, here's Yoon back at the quarterback position. Fakes the end around it to Bird, and his pocket collapsed. Collapsed. That's going to be a sack. Number 27, Austin Bramer coming from his outside linebacker position with a big defensive play for the Wildcats. I mean, really, I mean, that was just the uh, defense kind of, you know, just kind of figuring out what was going on. The misdirection did not misdirect anybody in that case. So, uh, you know, right now I think they're going to go back to, and you're probably getting ready to see the ball run right up the middle, uh, just like they started having success for earlier so they can reestablish the um, game in the air. All in a loss of six, second and 16 for the Tigers. They lead Franklin County 14-0, to zero, clock ticking towards one minute to go in the first half. It's Yoon in the shotgun. Play clock's getting away from him. They just get it off. End around to Cox, and he's wrapped up for a gain of one, maybe two yards. Number 32, Josh Bauman coming up from his linebacker position, and they put the Tigers in their first true third and long. Third and 15, clock just ticked under one minute to go here in the first quarter. One Tigers just, huddling a little longer for this play than, than they have. Well, they've been trying to incorporate so many different kinds of sweeps in here. So, I mean, but unfortunately, this long yardage situation, you're going to have to put the ball in the air here. Third and 15. 
Kennedy the lone back in his fullback position. Two receivers to each side for you. Direct snap in the shotgun. He's flushed out again. Steps up in the pocket. And he completes a pass right over the middle to number 10, Adam Bird. Just enough for the first down. Pocket collapsed again. Garrett stepped up in the pocket. Delivered a strike over the middle to Adam Bird. It was third and 17, and it looks like they got 19. Well, again, I want to give kudos to Garrett because he had pressure. I mean, he had to move around in the pocket there just to be able to get freed up to even put that ball downfield. Receivers kept going, doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, Everybody's just on the same page right now, making this an enjoyable game to watch. Tigers don't have to run another play. Clock ticking towards five seconds to go in the first quarter. They are at the line with a first and ten. And Garrett Yoon will let the quarter run out. Good first quarter for the Tigers on the road here in Franklin County. We've come to the end of one. Lawrenceburg 14, Franklin County 0. Back after this, this is high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hello, Dearborn County. This is Nurse Debbie with the Dearborn County Health Department. It's back to school season in the area. Have you ensured that your student has received all the required vaccines to begin the school year ahead? Some requirements have changed. Seniors are now required to receive the hepatitis A vaccine. We encourage you to verify that your student has all required immunizations. Those can be administered by your pediatrician, through the health department, or any other approved clinic. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County. Are you looking for a place for your business to call home? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Would you like your business to thrive in a unique community that's growing? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Do you want your business to be part of a proud, historic community that has its eyes on the future? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Year-round events, convenient location, great community. Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg-in.com. Who do you trust with your orthopedic care? Hello, I am Joe Earhart, a physician assistant with Dr. David Argo at Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Dr. David Argo has been named one of Cincinnati's top docs again this year. Not only do Dr. Argo and I work hard to provide the best orthopedic care for our patients, but we have expanded our hours to fit your busy schedule. We have same-day appointments and evening hours so you don't have to miss work. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Franklin County High School where the Lawrenceburg Tigers completed a first quarter 14 to nothing. And while we were coming back, Garrett Yoon takes the direct snap to the house, 66 yards for a touchdown on the ground for the Tigers to go up 20 to nothing. I mean, that's just a, another prime example of why you continue to run the ball. Peyton C. gone for her third PAT. This one is true, just like her first two, and just like that, the Tigers strike quick and big again. It is Lawrenceburg 21, Franklin County 0. Back after this, high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's hard to believe it's back-to-school time already. Whether you're looking for something safe and reliable for your college or high schooler to get around or looking for something new for yourself, you'll find the answer at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Save on quality pre-owned vehicles from the most trusted name in the car business, Whitewater Motor Company. Visit the lot in Milan or browse the entire inventory online at whitewatermotorcompany.com. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. 
Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Franklin County High School where the Lawrenceburg Tigers score on the first play from scrimmage of the second quarter. Garrett Yoon, a direct snap for a 66-yard touchdown. We were going to deliver the first quarter team stats, which would show Lawrenceburg 190 yards of total offense to Franklin County 16. That was before a 66-yard scoring touchdown by Yoon. So the Tigers have dominated this one on both sides of the ball. No roulette to kick off. Tigers content to kick short and to that middle line seemingly all night tonight. And that one's going to be picked up and returned by number 26, Adam Moore. Out to about the 38-yard line. So every Franklin County drive has started somewhere between the 30 and 40. And for a team that's down 21 nothing with only 16 yards in the first half, getting a drive together here, Jack, is of the utmost importance. Oh, they're down. Franklin County just can't afford to let this game slip away any more than what it already has right now. I mean, I know we said one of the key games was to try and get the running game established, but at this point in time, you're going to be forced to put the ball in the air, try and get some points on the board just so you can try and even it out. You're going to see some runs here or there, maybe a few of the sweeps like the Tigers have been running, but at the same time, you're going to have to get the ball down the field. First and ten for Franklin County. Brady Bogan in the shotgun where he will be most of the night. Keeps this one himself up the middle and a positive yardage play to start to drive. Gain of about five before he's brought down by a host of Tigers, including number 52, Jack Bradley. Tiger fans don't like those quick scoring drives because it cuts into their wing count. Don't forget tonight, it's um, buy one, get one free wings for every first down the Tigers rack up. They have seven so far. That's tonight only at the beat up, or the wings and rings, excuse me, in Greendale on Flossie Drive. Eight, thank you. We've got Brett Hamilton helping out with stats tonight. Quick to correct me, the Tigers have eight first downs. We'll keep you posted. Here's Bogan in the shotgun. Tigers showing blitz again. Jack Fetty from the middle linebacker position. He does blitz, and it pays off on a run play this time. They just don't have an answer for that blitz right now. I mean, they used the misdirection last time as far as with the direct, you know, quarterback sneak and just trying to get some positive yardage. But, I mean, they just can right now cannot contain that blitz. Fetty, uh, Fetty right through the line there wraps up Runyon for a loss of two. So you're looking at third and six for Franklin County. They're on about their own 42. They trail 21 to nothing with ten and a half minutes to go here in the second quarter. Bogan out of the shotgun. Tigers three down linemen like they'll be most of the night. Bogan three-step drop, looks to his right, flush to his left, keeps it, and he's got the first down. Breaks a tackle, breaks and almost broke another one, finally drugged down by number one, Dakota Roth. So there's Brady Bogan keeping a play alive, and in that case, keeping a drive alive with a big third down. Franklin County is in Tiger territory. I mean, Franklin County is just playing for it all. they got to put it all out there on the field, and that's exactly what he was doing, trying to get there, uh, just trying to make some yardage. will come to yours. We offer delivery service of your prescriptions along with other products to the local area. We accept most major credit cards to make delivery transactions easy and safe. It is important to us to provide the best overall service in town. DeVille Pharmacies, your family's hometown pharmacy. With three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg, and Rising Sun. Have you heard? United Community Bank is partnering with Savista Bank. 
you'll continue to enjoy the best in community banking from the same neighbors who welcome you in your local branch with warm welcomes and trusted solutions to help you and our community grow. UCB and Savista Bank are here for you. Same neighbors, new name. Learn more at Savista.bank. Member FDIC. That's Savista Bank. Focused on you. Hey, it's Double T. Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Franklin County staring at a third and 22 after the fumble that was recovered by the Wildcats. Number 66, Cameron Smith, that puts him in a tough spot on third and 22. They were content to try to get about half of it back, tried a little 10-yard out route to Zach Jewell. Ball sails through his hands, and it's going to be fourth and 22, Franklin County. Number nine, Evan McKinney, and a new personnel group trots on the field to punt it away to the Tigers. So the Tigers lead 21-0 to zero here, 8.56 to go in the second quarter. Clock's running, and that was an incomplete pass. That it is. But uh, nonetheless, that's neither here nor there for us. And the punt goes straight to Adam Bird on about the 25 of the Tigers. He runs to his left, breaks a couple tackles, steps out of bounds, flag down. Most likely a hold, maybe a block in the back on the Tigers, although the Tiger coaches are clapping on the far sideline. We'll wait and see. I really thought I saw a block in the back, but the signal appears to be the hold. It was. It was. I think the Tiger coaches I saw were clapping were praising some players that weren't in the game for their performance on the last drive. So it was, in, was indeed a hold. That'll negate the bird return. So first and 10, 8.36 to go in the second quarter. Stick around at halftime. We will check in on our Hag Ford keys to the game on our Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. We will also maybe take a preview at tonight's star of the game, which will be presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet and West Harrison. And it's first and 10 for the Tigers. This drive after the penalty will start at their own 32-yard line. They fake the jet sweep to Bird. Yoon flushed out of the pocket. Wisely gets away from it, throws it in the direction of Bird's feet. It falls harmlessly incomplete, second and ten. Good play by the freshman right there. We've seen him make great plays. That one, not a great play, but a good play. He had nothing. He was able to get rid of it and avoid the sack. Well, yeah, I mean, that's his first incomplete pass uh, of the game, and that was just using his head. I mean, that was the right call. I mean, a lot of times people would just panic and go down and take the sack and just kind of regroup, but he had the wherewithal to be able to get the ball out, even if it couldn't be caught, don't lose the yardage, and be able to just, you know, reset, restart, start fresh right now, and uh, right now they're trying to get some more guys involved. he got a couple guys outside on the end. June back in the shotgun, bird motions left to right. Direct snap, Kennedy, and Kennedy finds a hole like he seemingly always does, and that's going to be close to first down yardage. Looks like it's just short from where we're standing. Going to bring up a third and very short for the Tigers. Yeah, I'm not so sure on that spot, but, uh, yeah, okay, now, now they're giving him the first down. Okay, that makes me feel so much better. I'm okay. like, boy, okay. that spot was a little on the short side. First and ten, Tigers. First and ten, Tigers. Yoon brings the Tigers back to the line. Jalen Parks split wide to the right. Gavin Yoon split wide to the left. Kennedy in that fullback position. Cox and Bird in the slots. Here comes Bird in motion. He gets it on the jet sweep. Turns it up to the middle of the field. Had some running room. He's going to get a gain of about six. But an excellent tackle right there 
by number six, Joe Fields. Could have been could have been a game of a lot more had Fields not been there to, to drag him down after that cutback by Bird. One million percent. I mean, when he was made that cut, he was literally one step away from being in the end zone. I mean, it was just that close. I really thought he had it that the uh, Franklin County was able to close down in there and get the stop. As is, it's second and four. So a gain of six. Here we are talking like it was a great play for Franklin County. Still a gain of six for the Tigers. You now the shotgun. Three-step drop. Looks to his left. Sails it to his left. There's his brother, Gavin. What a catch. Oh, man, what a catch. Came back and got it on the sideline route. Touchdown, Tigers. Gavin Yoon, Garrett Yoon, hooks up with Gavin Yoon for a 52-yard touchdown. Gavin's second of the night, his fifth of the season. And the Tigers' offense continues to click on all cylinders, both via the rush and the pass. I mean, just an absolute great. But you know that's a play that they have ran in the backyard, in the side yard, every time, so many times. I know exactly where brother's going to throw it, and I'll go get it. Well, speaking of Brother Gavin, he's the holder for Peyton Seek's fourth extra point, which is up and good. Lawrenceburg 28, Franklin County 0, 7.19 to go in the second quarter. We'll be back to Franklin County after this. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Franklin County High School. Returning to you after another Lawrenceburg touchdown. Freshman Garrett Yoon to brother Gavin Yoon for the fifth time this season. Second time tonight, and the Tigers lead 28-0. Speaking of freshmen, here's freshman Daya Patel kicking off. Kicks it a little deeper than what the Tigers have been doing. Fielded by the deep man Hunter to Shane, and he's got a seam, and he's going to advance it out to the 45-yard line near midfield. So maybe starting field position. We've said it again, and they just have been unable to sustain anything. They had a drive going, Jack, a fumble on a second and five play that they recovered, but that set up your, your third and long, really derailed them. On their last drive. I mean, they just they just weren't able to recover from there, and the only way they were able to get move the ball last time was honestly on a broken play on the uh, quarterback had to run the ball. So I mean, right now they're still trying to establish either a running or a passing game at the moment. But the first thing you're going to be able to stop that blitz, otherwise they're just not going to be able to do anything. Well, no doubt, it's, it's, the Tigers have been aggressive with their blitz calls tonight, and it's paid dividends. Here's Jack Betty blitzing again from his middle linebacker position. Hand off to number 12, Augustus Runyon, running away from that blitz this time. And he's strung out by a host of Tiger defenders, including number 71, Lance Bates, a freshman in on that tackle. Number 46, Logan Hensley. And that's a lot of running for a gain of two for Runyon. It'll be second and eight for Franklin County. Yeah, I'd really like to see the uh, stat as far as the overall yards there. I mean, I think he ran... 14 or 15 yards to only up gain two. So uh, uh, definitely uh, trying to find anything that can work right now. You know, down 28 nothing, you got to try and pull all the all the stops, all the tricks. We've got Brett Hamilton in the booth tonight helping us with stats. He'll keep us posted as we go and provide us at halftime and in the postgame. That's our Ivy Tech Community College stats report. 
There's an end around to Runyon. Flag flies. Dead. It's going to be holding. We've got some extracurricular right in front of me. So we're going to have a hold on the play. And we've got some flags coming in here. Definitely some extracurricular between one Tiger and one Wildcat. I don't know who started it. I'll let the ref sort it out. Not sure what you saw, Jack. Uh, well, yeah, I came in on the end of the skirmish. I was too busy watching the hold in the sure. backfield. And all of a sudden I look over and then they are just... So more good defense by the Tigers on the end of the round. They string it out, this time to the Franklin County sideline. Cornerback Jaden Isham is the one who brought him down. But 15 yards into the secondary, we had some extracurricular. Two flags flew. We're going to have a personal foul. It's just a matter of on which team, perhaps offsetting. There's the hold call that we all saw with our own two eyes. So Franklin County, the first call is Franklin County holding. That's going to take... It would be a third and 12 and make it even worse. Or actually, it'll be Coach Kaniga's decision. The play's about a loss of four, so Coach Kaniga has a tough decision anyway. I mean, at this point in time, you'd almost think you're going to take the down over the over the right, yard. And just say, here, test your third and long. And the refs are talking to Coach Kaniga, so that tells me that the penalty, the personal foul, might be on Franklin County as well. If so, they're going to be walking a while. All right, here's the official call. Holding on Franklin County, declined personal foul but well, he didn't signal the personal foul but they just showed us holding decline and they're marching 15 yards against Franklin County so I think the personal foul was on Franklin County as well that's the one that the Tigers will take and that sets up third and 26 excuse me second it is a replay of down second and 26 from their own 28 yard line Tigers lead this one 28 to 0 620 to go in the second quarter Franklin County staring at second and super long. Here's Bogan under center. Little bootleg to his right. It's a throwback screen. Almost intercepted. He started to roll to his right. It was a throwback screen to Runyon. Almost intercepted. And you guys could help me with the number, possibly 85. Yeah, number 85, Dylan Jones, senior backup defensive lineman. Had he caught it, there was a good chance that was six points for the Tigers, as is usually the case if you're able to intercept a screen. But that one hit him in the hands and fell to the turf. Ain't nothing wrong with the big lineman trying to get back in the end zone. That was third uh, down, so here comes McKinney on to punt again. And this one's going to... Oh, wow, wow, wow. Adam Bird was, was letting the punt bounce. Number 19, Jaden Isham, was his nearest blocker. Isham did not get away from the ball. Off the bounce, the ball hits Isham's arms, and Franklin County recovers. First and ten, Franklin County. They're going to retake over at the Tiger 38. Mental error by the Tiger special teams. So, uh, basically on that, that's the second time I've seen that as far as the awareness of the ball in the air uh, that they just have, were not able to do that. They just need to learn to clear out there. But uh, right now, uh, the, that being the change of uh, field position here, let's see what Franklin County is going to be able to do with that. Logan back in a shotgun. Didn't expect to be back there so quick, but he will take it. Three-step drop there. Going to go deep. Deep ball. Jump ball intercepted by Isham. Jaden Isham wins the jump ball against number four, Jordan Floyd. It was tipped. Not sure who tipped it, whether it was offense or defense, but Isham came down with it for the Tigers. Oh, that, that ball was just flying through the air. I mean, it was. It had so much height. Yeah, I mean, uh, the rainbow shot that that was, everyone could just kind of get underneath it, and then it was just a battle of who wanted it more. Jump ball, and Isham came down with it. So if you're going to 
you know, have the type of air Isham had on the punt and let the punt hit you, hey, go get it back for your team the next play, right, Jack? Exactly, exactly. No harm, no foul, right, Coach? As <laughs> he tiger, runs sprints. The Tiger, yeah. Well, I'll leave that for Coach Kanega, but um, regardless, if anything, Franklin County able to flip the field position. The Tigers start this drive at their own 13, and Garrett Yoon on a first and 10 play looks for Seth Lampert on a slant route, falls incomplete. Oh, he threw that ball in there with some speed. It had some velocity. Threw it out ahead of him a little bit. He hadn't thrown too many incompletions tonight. Two of them. Only only his second incomplete pass. And if you remember, he got rid of the first one on purpose to avoid the sack. Again, stick around at halftime. We'll check in on our Hag Ford keys to the game. We'll kind of take a preview, perhaps, at the start of the game, presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet. We'll also have the Ivy Tech Community College stats report all coming up on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. Ewan fakes the end around, keeps it himself, defended pretty well. Number 32, Josh Bauman, the first to make contact. Gain of four, and the Tigers are looking at third and six at about their own 14-yard line. So they were able to pull a couple of the linemen with them on the uh, fake sweep, but they were just uh, able to get too much penetration in the middle there as far as to be able to not be able to take a uh, quarterback down there. So, But still positive yardage, uh, trying to see what they can make do here. Third and six, a little tighter formation for the Tigers. Now the slot's in a little tighter with two guys wide, Parks and Yoon. Boy, Gavin Yoon on a comeback route caught at the 30, and he's still on his feet. A sideline route that he came back to the ball in a 30, and he's broke one tackle, made another man miss, all the way down to the 15-yard line of Franklin County. That's going to be a gain of close to 70. And that was a timing route if I've ever seen one. Gavin Yoon did not turn around until the ball was in the air. They knew the yardage on the timing route, hauled it in, and then he just tippy-toed down the sideline, making people miss. Oh, and Garrett was getting pressure. I mean, he was about to get tackled. He, I mean, that he hands were in the air. I, that was just strictly timing is 100%. I mean, they just put that together and just, wow. 28-0 Tigers, 4-20 to go in the second. Yoon to Bird on the end of round, running left to right, defended really well. He's going to be stacked up for a loss that time. couple Wildcat defenders in there, including number 64, Luke Moster, number 32, Josh Bauman. So, you know, Jack, the Wildcats have defended the run a little better in the second quarter. Now it's about stopping the big play because Franklin County's put Marksburg in some second long, some third and seven, third and eight, third and nine. They just can't get off the field. The secondary coverage right now has really just been lacking, so they're trying to do what they can to try and keep it up. But I don't know right now, as far as getting in the backfield, just didn't get it done. Here's the second 12. You and three-step drop. Throws it up for grabs in the corner of the end zone. He underthrows Jalen Parks, and that one is intercepted. Number 25, Clayton Spurlock. Another fade route. Jalen Parks, Clayton Spurlock, man-to-man. Yoon under throws him and Spurlock. Good coverage and good concentration to bring that interception in. It was picked off in the end zone. It'll be a touchback for Franklin County, first and 10 at the 20. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know he threw it up there just for there, but I really would have loved to have seen that ball go into the outside instead of the inside, at least give the only play on the ball to the offense. I mean, yeah, really... Yeah, I agree 100%, and Garrett's been really good at that so far this year. The other game I had the Tigers in at Taylor, he throws what I would call safe incompletions where only his guy can catch it. And to your point, Jack, he didn't do that that time, and, and he paid for it. And a great play by Spurlock there to haul that one in. 3.40 to go second quarter. Still 28-0 Tigers. Bogan in the shotgun. Little play action, and his pocket collapse. Another blitz this side from the perimeter. Andrew Roth. 
coming in from his weak side linebacker position, untouched. Wraps Bogan up for a sack and a loss of about eight. Wow. When he faked the handoff, the running back forgot that he needs to continue the block. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, really. Yeah, Roth ran right by the running back that, that received the, the fake, and that's going to set up a second and call it 16. I said loss of eight, officially a loss of six. We are yet to have a timeout. Don't forget our timeouts tonight are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Brady Bogan in the shotgun. Another three-step drop. Pocket collapses again, but this time he steps up and makes multiple Tigers miss. He's got space down the sideline. Big gain for Bogan. First down. Not sure where he stepped out of bounds. Definitely got the first down. Looks like a gain of about 18. Second 16, pickup 18, design pass. But he's kind of getting used to that pocket collapsing. So he stepped up that time and found some room to run in the middle of the field. He really was. I mean, he, you could just kind of watch him as you saw all the defenders were, uh, you know, had coverage just taken care of, and but they forgot about him. I mean, he saw the lane and ran with it and was just able to make a big gain out of it. But now it's up to the defense to be able to get the, maybe get the blitz back on and get a stop. First and 10, Franklin County. They're at their own 32-yard line. Bogan a three-step drop out of his shotgun. Nice, well-ran route down the sideline, and that's going to put him into Tiger territory at about the 40-yard line. Number 27, Austin Bramer, a little wheel route down the sideline. Bogan puts it between two defenders, brought down over there by number 10, Adam Bird. So first and 10 at the 42. I mean, how do you combat the blitz? You get the ball out of your hands quickly, and you'll be able to get a good, easy completion. Uh, at that point in time, we really turned into yards and a first down, and on the other side of the 50. First and ten, Bogan again out of the shotgun, a quick play action. Maybe a designed run. He steps up into the middle of the pocket where he's found running room, and he's going to get a first down going to his right. Lowers his shoulder into Tiger defender Andrew Rennekamp brings him down, going to bring up second and short. Clock ticking to two minutes. Both teams with a full array of timeouts, three each. That's why I want to remind you any timeout we do have tonight will be brought to you by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine who can meet your injury needs with same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI, and convenient evening and weekend hours, Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township, BeaconOrtho.com. Here's Bogan, first and ten. And the flag falls, false start on Franklin County. That'll stop the clock at a minute and 58 seconds to go. Franklin County trying to get on the board here before halftime. It's been all Lawrenceburg offense clicking on all cylinders. Defense has come up with turnovers and forced punts every other drive. I mean, the Lawrenceburg has really just played some smart football. I mean, you know, they've given up a few quarterback runs, but, I mean, they're just playing good, solid D and not giving them any freebies and just be able to, you know, control the pace and uh, both sides of the ball. And Bogan hasn't got comfortable either. He's had positive yardage plays, but he hasn't got comfortable. The defense has kept him guessing all night. Here he is running to his left. Almost intercepted. He tried a quick out route to the sideline here. Intended receiver was Austin Bramer. Tigers number 16, Marshall Kennard on the coverage, and Kennard almost intercepted that one. Uh, he had the angle there. I really thought he was going to pick that and take it to the house, but uh, uh, still good coverage, solid across the board, and almost everyone uh, going downfield with his uh, blanketed by either one or if not two defenders. One minute and 33 seconds to go. That means we're one minute and 33 seconds away from our Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. Stick around for that. Bogan in the shotgun. Josh Bauman, his lone back. Tigers are always showing blitz, and they bring a heavy blitz package this time. Bogan's going to air it out. Oh, 
Number 12, Augustus Runyon was open. I don't think he knew which way he wanted to turn around. It was a corner route, and he kind of got stuck doing a 360, and it just went over his fingertips. That could have been six, Jack. It really could have been, but when he was turning, trying to find the ball, I really think he saw Bird coming at him. I think, uh, you know, Adam Bird was just coming up to him right there and was just like, no, 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 no. He just did not want to take that hit, and by the time he found the ball, well, the play was over. That's going to set up third and 15 for Franklin County at the 37. Franklin County just one for five on third down. That Tiger defense has gotten off the field and forced punts, as we just mentioned. So here's your third and 15. They're at the 37, trailing 28 to zero. Logan takes it, three-step drop out of his shotgun. Andrew Rennekamp on the blitz this time, and Rennekamp got a good clean hit on Bogan as he released it, and that one fell incomplete. The Tigers are bringing blitzes from everywhere and Bogan just can't get comfortable. Oh, when you're able to, you know, you know, I talked about getting the getting the ball out of your hands quick to try and combat the blitz, but he was coming with such speed. There was just there was just no way he was going to beat that out. I mean, he just literally had him dominated no matter which way he tried to go. And they're coming untouched, Jack. I think they used the, the, a lot of the interior blitzing in the first quarter to set up these perimeter blitzes in the second. So, well-designed defensive game plan by that Tiger staff. Fourth and 15. On to 37, one minute and 23 seconds to go. Franklin County is going to go for it. They need points. Here's Bogan going deep. Jump ball, knocked to the ground. Andrew Rennekamp did what he had to do. Number 27, Austin Bramer, was the intended receiver. Number 30, Andrew Rennekamp knocks it down, and the Tigers will take over on downs. There's a minute and 16 seconds left. The Tigers have all three timeouts, Jack. I certainly don't fault. The decision to go for it on fourth down. If you're Franklin County, you're in Tiger territory, you need some points. But that's more than enough time for the Tigers to add one more, especially with all three timeouts. I mean, it really is. When you're trying to play the field position game anyways, you know, to try and give the ball there. I mean, I know you need points, but, man, it's, I don't know if this is really their best move. Um, time for their defense to step up and see if they can get a stop. Let's see what the Tigers do with it. They do have all three timeouts. Bird and Yoon in the backfield. Snap goes to Yoon. Looking for Lampert on a slant route, incomplete. Coach Kaniga and the Tiger staff want to pass interference. They thought he might have got hit a little too soon, as is. No flag. Now, I don't know. I think Spurlock may have gotten there a touch early. Uh, it was kind of a bang-bang play, but he was uh, hitting him in the back there before he really came in. I want to point out here, Jack, as the Franklin County offense continues to struggle, they certainly missed the services of last year's EIAC offensive MVP, Mitchell Orschel, a tremendous back, a tremendous career for Franklin County. More on him in just a second. Here's a direct snap to Bird up for the Tigers on second and ten. He's going to get about a gain of three before a host of Franklin County defenders bring him down, including Robbie Parsons. Orschel currently enlisting in the United States Air Force, and if you had a chance to watch him, I was here two years ago when Franklin County handed Lawrenceburg their only regular season loss. Tigers couldn't tackle him. So that young man had a stellar athletic career, and um, we thank him and commend him for his service in the Air Force. We've got a timeout on the field. The Franklin County Wildcats have called it, so this timeout is brought to you by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Doctors David Argo, Robert Roth, Jadeep Chanduri, Sam Koo, and Matt Johansson can meet your injury needs with same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI, and convenient evening and weekend hours. Locations in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Visit them at beaconortho.com. 
So timeout, Franklin County. They're down 28 nothing. They are making decisions that say we want to score before half. They go for it on fourth down. Now it's them that calls the timeout when it's the Tigers' third down. So they're trying to get the ball back and just generate something before the half. I mean, they're really trying to find a positive in this first half. I mean, there's just been such little offense that they're going to have to try and do it on the defensive side first, though. You kind of get a stop here, but, I mean, Lawrenceburg just looks too, uh, just as a team on hold, just altogether a completely well-balanced team. Here's Yoon running to his right, and he under underthrows intended receiver Seth Lamper. So the timeout maybe pays off. It's going to be fourth down for Lawrenceburg, and they will most likely punt it away and give Franklin County one more chance to get on the board before the half. Don't forget, Tiger fans, for every Lawrenceburg first down, Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale will provide fans tonight only with one free wing or ring with the purchase of a wing or ring. That count is at 10. So it is buy 10, get 10 free tonight only. You need a ticket stub, Tiger gear, or Franklin County gear. That's at Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive in Greendale, the ultimate sports restaurant experience. Jalen Parks on to punt. Tigers regular punter Brody Dennison injured this week in practice. Brody plays receiver and DB as well, not just punter. So Parks lets off a relatively good punt, and it's returnable by number 12, Augustus Runyon. Short return brought down on the far sideline by Tiger number 50, Ethan Paris. So Franklin County gets what they want. They get it back first and 10 at their own 41, 53.6 seconds to go, Jack. Two timeouts to work with. I, I mean, right now, at least they have the plan they executed by taking the other timeout to save the time that is there, I mean, it is working out there. At least got the ball back. They're close to midfield. They can try and see if they can get something going to get something positive. But they're going to have to figure out a way to take care of this blitz, whether it be from the interior or, or from the outside. One of the two is going to have to give. Tigers have kept them guessing all night. They've, they've hit them with inside blitz packages, outside blitz packages. Excellent defensive game plan and execution by Lawrenceburg so far. Here's Bogan, first and ten. They're at their own 41. He rolls to his left a little bit, looking deep, and overthrows his man on the crossing route. That one was intended for Augustus Runyon on a crossing route. It falls incomplete. Second and ten, Franklin County. They trail Lawrenceburg 28 to nothing here at Franklin County High School. I tell you what, Dakota Roth, if he'd uh, looked up just a hair sooner, he could have had a beat on that ball. Uh, that was overthrown and thought he could have went there. Yeah, good coverage, but like you said, I don't think the offensive or defensive player saw the ball released. It just fell innocently to the ground. Second and ten. Bogan in the shotgun where he's been on all but about a couple of snaps. Two-step drop. Out route intended for number 25, Clayton Spurlock, incomplete. So just like that, third and ten. Yeah, I mean, you know, right now, I mean, they're trying to get something together in the frame that kind of side of the ball. But, I mean, when you're when you're one for nine throwing the ball, you're just only going to go so far. I mean, you're just going to have to try and look at, you know, trying to, trying to get something going. But right now, the defense still just has their number and is just maintaining and containing on the end. Now, you're absolutely right. 20, Bogan's 27 for 60 coming into tonight um, for 392 yards, but only one for nine tonight. And that's good coverage, but, but excellent blitz schemes as well, making him uncomfortable. Here they get him a quick completion, firing down the sideline towards us to number 25, Clayton Spurlock. Just content to throw a rifle pass down the line just to get a completion, just to see the ball go into a receiver's hands, which it does. 
I mean, nothing. but he's wrapped up by Rennenkamp short of the first down. It's going to be fourth and five for Franklin County on about the 47. I mean, nothing breeds confidence just like a completion. I mean, once you get the get going, you know, it just gets the belief back in your mind. But I mean, they've got such a huge, uh, you know, amount of yards to run with a short amount of time. Uh, it's, uh, you know, they're going to have to try and move that ball downfield. I mean, the completion's great, but right yeah. now they're going to have to put some yards because right now the Tigers D has just been eating them up. Yeah, and you don't wonder if Wes Gilman, we got a timeout. Lawrenceburg's going to call a timeout here. It's fourth down. They'll force Franklin County to punt with 35 seconds to go in the half. Again, this timeout and all our timeouts tonight presented to, presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Doctors David Argo, Robert Rolfe, Jadip Chandari, Sam Q, and Matt Joe Hansen meeting your injury needs with same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI, and convenient evening and weekend hours. They are in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township and online at beaconortho.com. I don't want to say that Coach Gilman conceded the first down, but it's third and ten. He knew the Tigers would be playing soft. I think he prioritized, hey, let's just complete a pass. Let's let's feel good about completing the pass. They gave Spurlock a chance to pick it up with yards after catch, and they're going for it here on fourth and five. So they're back on the field. Sorry to cut myself short. Fourth and five, Bogan rushes to his right, looks to the sideline, and he underthrows Spurlock. Spurlock came open, would have been a first down, underthrew him. The ball goes back to Lawrenceburg. And more importantly, the way he's been eyeing and reading the defenses, I really think he could have gotten the first down on his legs there if he'd have just read for it. I know I couldn't have, but I think he could have. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you. He ran to his right, and he's, maybe he's just so used to having bodies all over him that, that he you know, just I mean, didn't I, expect to see so much green grass. But uh, as is, he threw it short. So what do you do if you're Lawrenceburg? You take over on the 48. 29 seconds, two timeouts to go. I don't think Coach Kanigan and the Tigers kneel on it right here in this situation. And they are showing no signs of that. I mean, they're bringing the play from the sidelines saying, hey, we got more points to score. Let's do it. Yoon in the formation the Tigers have been in most of the night. One back to his left. It's Brendan Cox. Two wide to each side. Direct snap to Cox. He hits a hole hard. He's into the secondary, and he's tripped up. And that is why you always play to win the game. Number 24, Hunter Shane, tripped him up, not after a gain of 18. That ball's going to be spotted right at the 30. Direct snap to Cox. And for as much as the Tigers have tested the edges, tried to turn the corners, Cox hit that hole hard, Jack. Oh, he was he was on a mission and you know, even broke a couple tackles in the process. Joe Ford at the end uh, was really only one step away from breaking it all the way uh, to the end zone. But just a... a Great job of just not giving up on the run, just continuing driving those feet. Um, even though you know you got 24 seconds to go in the half, you're still up 28 to nothing, and you're still driving it just to try and make sure that you do not let up at all uh, while they're trying to you know just try and put this first half away. Timeout, Lawrenceburg stops the clock with 24 seconds to go. They lead 28 to zero. They are 30 yards away from punching another one in. And again, this timeout brought to you by Beacon Orthopedics. There, I was afraid the whole half was going to get away from us, Jack, with no timeouts. So thank our friends at Beacon, and then we've had three here in the last last minute, minute and a half, as little gamesmanship going on with the clock. Franklin County trying to score, now Lawrenceburg trying to score. I mean, that goes back to what you were talking about before, as far as Franklin County, you know, taking another timeout seems a little uh, unwise at the moment. Here's Yoon out of the shotgun, three-step drop, looking over the middle, and he overthrew number one Dakota Roth, and it's intercepted. Clayton Spurlock's second interception of the night. 
both in that Tiger end zone. Roth was in the slot. It was a seam route. He popped open for a little bit, and Yoon overthrows him, and Clayton Spurlock saves a Tiger touchdown. Now, as much gamesmanship as we've seen, 18 seconds to go. Franklin County, well, they do have two timeouts. I'd be shocked if we saw them try to try to do much in this position, but we'll see. Uh, stranger things have happened. If it was me, I, I would probably be taking us to the uh, locker room and get a regroup, a regroup and uh, try and uh, see what we can come up with. But uh, that does not appear to be the case. They're going to try nope. and see what they can do. Logan back in the shotgun. 18 seconds until halftime. Larsburg leads Franklin County 28-0. Franklin County is on their own 20. Well, they are going to keep it on the ground. There's Runyon bouncing off tackle into the Tigers secondary. First down yardage. And finally pushed out of bounds at about the 38, gain of 18. Obviously, the Tigers are playing soft in the secondary to avoid the big play. So Franklin County picks up 18. There's now 12 seconds to go. Clock stops on the run out of bounds. As long as they're keeping between the 20s, they're going to give them that run for the rest of the half and probably not the rest of the game. Right yeah. now, they're just here's, trying to avoid any big plays. Your safeties, Adam Bird and Dakota Roth, are 20, if not 25 yards. They're still backing up off the ball. Unusual to see the Tigers with two safeties. They've been stacking that line with five linebackers all night. Here's your first and ten from the 34. Runyon end around. Dylan Jones and Jaden Isham gobble him up in the backfield for a loss of five. No flags. Clock runs to zero, and we have reached halftime. Halftime here at Franklin County High School. The Lawrenceburg Tigers, 28. The Franklin County Wildcats zero. When we return, we will have the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. You're listening to high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's truck month at Hag Ford. Your ultimate truck destination has 0% financing for 72 months on 2018 F-150s. Come see us for all the details and check us out online at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Whether you are starting college for the first time or are ready for a different career, Ivy Tech Community College of Lawrenceburg in Batesville is here to help you succeed. We offer flexible learning options in a wide variety of programs. Second eight-week classes begin October 15th. Apply for free at ivytech.edu. From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your hometown sports station is your hometown radio station. Elliot Levy here at the Eagle Country Sports Desk. It is the end of the second quarter and time for your halftime scoreboard update. 28 to nothing as Lawrenceburg is leading Franklin County in our featured game of the night. Other games in the area, Batesville down 14 to nothing at East Central. Ties 7 to 7, South Dearborn at Greensburg. That is 7 to 7 at halftime. Rushville is up 14 to 7 at Connorsville. And Still notched 0-0, Milan, North Decatur. Oldenburg Academy is up 12-7 at Switzerland County. In Ohio, Harrison notched with Ross 14-14. And Wyoming up 28-0 at Taylor. In Kentucky, Boone County up down 7-0 against South Oldham. Connor up 21-7 against Dixie Heights. 
and Walton Verona and Le- Lexington Christian still notched at 0-0. That's all for your second quarter scoreboard update. You're listening to your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. What happens behind the closed doors of your life? We all have things we'd rather others didn't know. But if your secret is fear, abuse, or violence, Safe Passage offers free, confidential support. And it's just a phone call away. 877-733-1990. Day or night, someone is there to listen and care. 877-733-1990. SafePassageInc.org. It's simple. We're changing car buying from an errand to an experience. Hi, this is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford, and we're on a mission to turn the hassle of purchasing a new vehicle into a simple and memorable experience you'll enjoy for years to come. It's truck month, and no one puts the you in a new truck like Jim True Ford. Enjoy your new 2018 Super Duty with 2000 in rebates. Plus, simply save 4000 in rebates on a new 2018 Ford Focus. It's simple. Start your car buying experience at JimTrueFord.com, and then come see me and our experienced staff on US 52 in relaxing Brookville. Welcome to the Jim True Ford family. At Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we believe in bringing world-class orthopedic care close to home. I'm Dr. Matt Johansson of Beacon Orthopedics, and it is my goal to provide Eagle Country with easy, accessible care for ongoing knee or hip pain or injuries. Call today, 513-605-4444, and we will create a plan to meet your personal needs or schedule online at beaconortho.com. That's 513-605-4444 or beaconortho.com. Want to do your banking with a financial institution that will always be locally owned? Community Spirit is owned by its credit union members. Think outside the bank and join Community Spirit Credit Union by October 1st. You'll be entered to win a Bengals prize package. It includes two tickets to a game, a $100 gift card, and an autographed football. See Branch for details on Industrial Drive in Warrensburg or visit communityspiritcu.org. Community Spirit Credit NCUA. Hey folks, listen up. It's Crazy Harry here for Car Country Aurora, and don't forget Harrison, Ohio. Barney, let's tell these folks about our selection today. Wow, Harry, I've got trucks, 4x2, 4x4. Don't forget passenger vans, big Jeeps, little Jeeps. Oh wow, I've got uh, Corollas, Camrys, imports. That's right, Domestics, Chevrolets, Buicks, Dodges, Chryslers, Jeeps, Eagles. Mini Coopers. Lexus, Acuras, Subarus, Hyundais, Hondas. Nissans, Toyotas. I can't even think. AMC Generals. Pintos. I mean, we can really get going good. <laughs> Folks, there. we have them all. You know, <laughs> Barney, we've got the biggest selection around, don't we? Yes, we do, Harry. And there's one thing about car country. If you don't have a ride, I'll send a guy to get you. Your family's hometown pharmacy. with DeVille Pharmacies. At DeVille Pharmacies, we are pleased to offer you quality products at an affordable price. Our pharmacists are always available to answer your questions and make recommendations. And our friendly staff is willing to help you find what you need. DeVille Pharmacies, your family's hometown pharmacy. With three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg, and Rising Sun. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 
football. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan halftime show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. We're at Franklin County High School, where Lawrenceburg leads Franklin County at halftime, 28 to zero. Um, Jack, let's check in on our Hackford keys to the game. Well, we alluded to before that the keys of the game for the uh, Lawrenceburg Tigers was going to be um, establishing a run keeping a good pace um, and uh, I, you know really they were able to do that throughout both sides of the ball uh, their pace was I was trying to think of a word for it was just fluid I mean it was just from start to finish had a good uh, you know just a good movement to it they were able to balance that run and pass option um, and throw in a couple of big plays on top of which was really good uh, for Franklin County I mean, we talked about field position they're going to have to find a way to get the ball on the other side of the 50 a whole lot more but I mean you know just finding any positive there right now, just trying to get a run game established is still going to have to be what the key is. And to touch on one more thing for the Lawrenceburg Tigers is just on their defensive blitz. The way they've been able to contain has just been phenomenal and has been one of the true differences in the in the game or the reason that there's just uh, no points for the uh, Franklin County Wildcats. Those are your Hack Ford keys to the game. Hack Ford has been family-owned and operated for over 55 years. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today. Check out their inventory at HagFordSales.com. No surprise, the Hagford keys to the game, all Tigers, the scoreboard, all Tigers. We will return to the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. When we do, we will check in on our Ivy Tech Community College stat report. Back after this on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Summer is slowly coming to an end and fall is upon us, which means it's truck month at Hag Ford. Check out the largest inventory of Ford Super Duties in the Tri-State, along with a full lineup of F-150s including lift and level kits. Come spend truck month with your ultimate truck destination. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Shop online at HagFordSales.com. in the air and Friday night lights are back on. I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We see student athletes and their families daily for all varieties of orthopedic problems. At our Beacon West location, we have on-site x-ray, MRI, surgery, and convenient evening and weekend hours. Call us today at 513-354-3700 for an appointment or visit us on the web at beaconortho.com. Let us get you back in the game. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. here at halftime. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Halftime show, Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. We'll turn our attention now to our Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. We're doing the math up here on these stats. Myself and Jack Clevenger, Brett Hamilton, helping us out with stats tonight. We appreciate that. As you would expect, I'll take a look at some team stats first and then hand it off to Jack for some individual stats. As you would expect, the stat sheet, all Lawrenceburg. 434 yards for Lawrenceburg in that first half. 
We're only at halftime, folks. 434, 280 through the through the air. Excuse me. Obviously, all those belong to Garrett Yoon and 154 on the ground. Big numbers both ways. Franklin County has only generated 97 yards, 81 yards on the ground, and 16 through the air. I'll hand it off to you, Jack, for some individual statistics. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got uh, Garrett Yoon just, my goodness, uh, not only are we taking care of the uh, passing as, as well as the running game, we've got 76 yards for Garrett. Uh, Brennan Cox has got 27. Adam Bird also sitting at 27 uh, with uh, 13 Kennedy with 24. Uh, now, Garrett Yoon, like I said, talking about passing, has 280 yards. I mean, he has to put a couple, two picks that are in there, but they were both in the end zone. Uh, both easily could have been two touchdowns on top of. Um, but we go to um, receivers. You know, Gavin Yoon has got 158 of that. Uh, Jalen Parks has got 71. Uh, we've got uh, Bird here with 17 and Cox with 35. Uh, you know, right now, I mean, we're 4-4 four four as far as on the extra points there. Uh the All Tigers are just doing, you know, top to bottom, just a great job overall. And you can just let the individual stats kind of speak for themselves. I mean, they're just getting it done and balanced. You got multiple people on offense just getting it done all at the same time. Yeah, no doubt about it. And if you want to look at some miscellaneous team stats that help tell the story, the Tigers, two for four on third down. They haven't been faced with that many, and they've picked them up 50% of the time. Franklin County, one for five on third down. Couple that with 0 for two on fourth. Essentially only one out of seven on extend the drive plays. The Tigers, 11 first downs. And as our listeners know, that means you are entitled to 11 free wings and rings with the wings or rings with the purchase of a wing or ring tonight after the game. If you have on team apparel or a ticket stub, this is only available at Buffalo Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive in Greendale tonight after the game. The ultimate sports restaurant experience at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Each team has two turnovers. Franklin County, two additional turnover on down situations when you do the um, the the 0 for 2 on fourth down that I alluded to. Jack, anything else on the stat report that sticks out? I uh, mean, you know, really just, uh, you know, Brady Bogan trying to get it done. I mean, when you look at what he's been able to do as far as kind of with his uh, uh, legs as well as trying to get it established in the air. But, I mean, you know, his QB runs have really kind of been the uh, highlight for Franklin County. And I think if he will kind of continue to read the defenses there as long as they can hold off that uh, blitz rush uh, they can actually be able to have an opportunity to at least put a little success, maybe put some points on the board, uh, but until uh, Lawrenceburg decides that you know uh, they're just going to try and play it safe uh, right now, they've just got their foot on the gas and just have not let up if they continue to do that, it's going to be a very long night for the uh, Wildcats. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you got to be pleased if you're a Tiger player, coach, or fan. Like we said, fluid is the word to that Tiger offense. Not a breakneck, no-huddle pace, but they're getting the signals in. They're getting to the line quickly. They're not giving the defense time to make adjustments or rest. And, and the stat sheet backs, uh, backs that up. Jack, let me put you on the spot here maybe for a little preview. After the game, we will pick tonight's star of the game. Presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Herlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and see why 25 years of repeat customers keep coming back. We will pick one player from each team for this award. Jack, who are your 
clubhouse or, or, or in-game leaders, I should say. Well, right now, I mean, it's got to be Garrett and Gavin Yoon. I mean, I mean, their their hookup right now and their matchup, the way that they're able to read each other before, um, you know, they're even uh, turning around. They just know each other so well. You can see that chemistry has just been there for years. Uh, but I tell you what, the uh, defense is going to be, uh, if they continue to do stops, they're going to have their name uh, uh, thrown in the mix for sure if they keep blitzing and getting the sacks for the loss that they're doing for the uh, uh, Tigers. I mean, their defensive stops have just been huge. Yeah, no doubt about that. You talk about that chemistry between Big Brother and Little Brother. It's definitely there. I got to wonder, at what point did Big Brother say, hey, Little Brother might help me out someday in high school? I mean, because, you know, when you're when you're younger, it's it's Big Brother, Little Brother, you know, Big Brother's Big Brother, flex his seniority, and don't take Little Brother seriously. So, you know, one of these days I'll ask Gavin, hey, at what point did it go from, yeah, he's still my little brother. He always will be. But this is going to be my guy when we get to high school. It's really a really a neat connection. So that's kind of a preview, if you will, of tonight's Hurlinger Chevrolet star of the game. And that's a wrap on our Ivy Tech Community College stats report, the halftime stats anyway. We'll obviously have that again in the post game. We will return to Franklin County High School after this. You're listening to the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. This is high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's Double T Travis there, and I'm not sure what it feels like to walk amongst the clouds, but I imagine it's a lot like driving a 2014 Buick Regal four-door sedan from Car Country in Aurora. I'm telling you right now, the Buick Regal is graceful yet powerful at the same time. Four-cylinder turbo 2.0 liter engine. The accelerator is like pressing on a feather. You can barely tell it's even there, and the car just glides down the highway. I'm talking about a super smooth ride, and that's not even to mention the leather interior that looks beautiful, the sunroof, and the heated seats. We all know it's going to get cold again eventually, and heated seats always come in handy on a cold day. Regardless of the weather, the Buick Regal is a luxury ride at an affordable price at Car Country in Aurora or Harrison. Pay Barney a visit. You can also find him on Facebook or at carcountry.me. And if you don't have a ride, remember, Barney will send a guy to get you. At Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we believe in bringing world-class orthopedic care close to home. That's why I'm now seeing patients that are Convenient Lawrenceburg location. I'm Dr. Matt Johansson at Beacon Orthopedics, and I specialize in helping patients overcome chronic hip and knee pain due to arthritis and other conditions. Schedule your appointment to see me at Beacon Orthopedics in Lawrenceburg by calling 513-605-4444 or schedule online at beaconortho.com. That's 513-605-4444 or beaconortho.com. Want to do your banking with a financial institution that will always be locally owned? Community Spirit is owned by its credit union members. Think outside the bank and join Community Spirit Credit Union by October 1st. You'll be entered to win a Bengals prize package. It includes two tickets to a game, a $100 gift card, and an autographed football. See Branch for details on Industrial Drive in Warrensburg or visit communityspiritcu.org. Member NCUA. Hello, Dearborn County. This is Nurse Debbie with the Dearborn County Health Department. It's back to school season in the area. Have you ensured that your student has received all the required vaccines to begin the school year ahead? Some requirements have changed. Seniors are now required to receive the hepatitis A vaccine. We encourage you to verify that your student has all required immunizations. Those can be administered by your pediatrician, through the health department, or any other approved clinic. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County. 
It's hard to believe it's back to school time already. Whether you're looking for something safe and reliable for your college or high schooler to get around or looking for something new for yourself, you'll find the answer at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Save on quality pre-owned vehicles from the most trusted name in the car business, Whitewater Motor Company. Visit the lot in Milan or browse the entire inventory online at whitewatermotorcompany.com. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. I am Dr. Jaideep Chandari with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and I am board certified and fellowship trained to treat your spinal conditions. My team and I are available each week at our Lawrenceburg location, as well as our Beacon West location for your convenience. We will take the time to evaluate your condition and then come up with the proper treatment plan to meet your needs. Call us today for an appointment at 513-354-3700 or search us on the web at beaconortho.com. is slowly coming to an end and fall is upon us which means it's truck month at Hag Ford. Check out the largest inventory of Ford Super Duties in the Tri-State along with a full lineup of F-150s including lift and level kits. Come spend truck month with your ultimate truck destination. Hag Ford. We are the difference. Shop online at HagFordSales.com Sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Franklin County High School. This is High School Football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. John Blackwell with Jack Clevenger. And we just witnessed an excellent first half of football by Lawrenceburg. They lead Franklin County 28-0. It will be Franklin County's football coming out at the half. Jack, any halftime adjustments that you foresee? Anything to look for here to, to, to get Franklin County a little bit of momentum? I think they're going to try and um, mirror the uh, sweep plays that Lawrenceburg have. I think you're going to see some pitch outs. I think you're going to see getting the ball early or rid of the ball earlier from a uh, Brogan standpoint and uh, just really trying to see if they can establish any sense of a run game to try and control the clock because if they keep turning the ball over as quickly as they have been, Lawrenceburg is going to continue to run that score on up. Yeah, no doubt. Freshman Garrett Yoon, an excellent first half. Did have a couple picks in deep in Franklin County territory, he'd like to have back the 280 yards on the ground or in the air for him in the first half. The Tigers squib at the opening kickoff here, fielded cleanly by Franklin County's number 52, Cole Erfman. Cole, the starter both ways for Franklin County, gets his hand on the ball, which linemen don't get to do much, but he laid on that one cleanly. And the Wildcats will start with decent field position on their own 43-yard line. Yeah, you got Erfman listed at uh, 235, and he's every bit of that uh, watching him uh, take that ball. Uh, hey, that's, a, that's an impressive thing to do. It wasn't an onside. You know, the Tigers have been content to kick short all night long. Squibs are just kicking to that middle level. Here's Brady Bogan, only two for ten in the first half through the air. Um, not his best night um, so far, but still another half to go. Tigers on first play, a big middle blitz by Jack Fetty. Going to the edges just like you predicted, Jack. Number two, Bogan keeps it on the edge. Going to get a gain of a couple. Ran by that interior blitz before being brought down by host of Tigers, number 50, Ethan Paris, among them. 
Yeah, I, I think he's going to get a little note from the uh, coach there. He should have continued on around the edge when he tried to cut up field there. He just went right into the defenders and kind of played into their hands. Uh, there might have been a lane on the outside. Of course, uh, the Tigers have been doing such a good job of containment there. I don't know that he could have gotten around, but you're definitely not going to get much success jumping up into the middle of the D when they're stacked uh, right in the middle of the way those linebackers are. Because even when they're not blitzing, they're faking the blitz and holding back and just trying to make sure they can contain on the ends. Gain it to second and eight, and that snaps on the ground. Bogan was in the shotgun where he's been most of the night, and that snap goes to the ground. He recovers it. That's not Bogan. That was a direct snap play. Excuse me. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, my number, on number, the stop there. number five, Brady Murray, who's the backup quarterback. Bogan was on the sideline with Coach Gilman for that play. So number five, Brady Murray, comes in for one play. Not sure if it was snapped earlier, if he wasn't looking. But the ball's on the ground. He recovers. But Franklin County looking at third and 20. Uh, yeah, Kennard just was just running around. He was going to try and blitz from the outside, but when the miss snap was there, he just was able to go and get him on the Brady down on the ground. Here's Bogan running to his right in the backfield, two receivers to each side. Shotgun low snap, fielded cleanly. There's Dylan Jones in on the play. Ball's on the ground. Runyon picks it up, and he's going to run. Oh. He's not going to get a first down, but he's going to get some yards. It was third and 20. So what happened was Bogan was wrapped up in the backfield right before he sacked the ball coughed out a fumble bounced right to Augustus Runyon who gained about five yards but it was third and 20 the pursuit was there by the Tigers and Franklin County will punt it away so I mean you know and there's actually a little block in the back missed by the ref in front of there trying to follow the play there but uh, at the same I mean they just have to Wildcats just cannot get anything as consistency established there to keep a drive going and right now Tigers defense just to be dominating again I thought I saw that block in the back too but that punt's blocked Noah Roulette blocked it, oh. and it's loose, and oh. the Tigers seem to be on it. They're still scrumbling. Big pile finally blown dead. Tigers signaling they have it. I'm going to have a hard time telling you who. There's no less than ten bodies on this pile. The referee still no official signal, but the Tiger offense is trotting out. Uh, and the extra yardage gained from them trying to pick up the uh, blocked punt. They, they it was blocked. Noah Roulette, I can tell you that Noah Roulette blocked the punt. Number 29 got first handoff. There's the official signal finally. Tiger football, first and 10 at the 11. I apologize to the listeners. I would only be guessing if I could tell you who was at the bottom of that pile. But Noah Roulette will record the punt block. First and 10. And as Jack said, after the scramble for the ball, it's all the way down at the 11-yard line. So here comes, here come the Tigers, first and ten at the eleven, looking to build onto their 28-0 lead. 9:45 to go in the third. Here from Franklin County, jet sweep, good-looking play for the Tigers, but a flag down. Bird's going to pick up about four. Flag down, illegal shift on Lawrenceburg. Maybe had two men in motion. Jack, I think I saw that block in the back that you saw, but I typically save my questioning of referees for the winter months myself. I get my share of that in the in the winter month on the hardwood. But. Well, I can't imagine why that would be. You <laughs> wanted to keep yourself in good graces. So you know those refs are listening and say, hey, he, you know what? He gave that guy a break. Maybe we should give him a break on the court. There you go. There you go. Um, that wasn't a legal shift. It negates what would have been a gain of five for Bird. It's going to be first and 15 at the 16. The Tigers can get a first down right at the one. First and 15 at the 16. 28 to 0, 9.40 to go here in the third quarter. Lawrenceburg leading Franklin County. Yoon in a shotgun. Kennedy the single back. Two receivers to each side. Cox in motion right to left. Jet sweep goes to Cox. Looking to turn the corner. Cuts it up. Another flag. 
He's brought to the ground after about a gain of four. This one thrown where in the vicinity of a hold. We'll wait and see for sure. Hunter Shane, a nice solo tackle on Cox. Yeah. As is, it's a gain of four, but there's the holding penalty on a pulling Tiger lineman. The ref on the far side did give the signal, but even though there was no official signal in the middle of the field, that's definitely what that was, and they're marching the ball back. So, so two penalties for the Tigers. They have turned first and 10 at the 11 into first and 25 at the 26. Garrett Yoon has hit some big plays tonight, so... Who knows? This space might uh, might help. Uh, you know, right now, I mean, you're, you're probably thinking one thing, one thing only, and that's uh, end zone. I mean, you know, at this point in time, that's what they've shown. Here's Yoon in a shotgun. Three-step drop. Looks deep. Hit as he throws. Got it off. The intended receiver is Parks. Another jump ball situation, and this one's batted to the ground by number 25, Clayton Spurlock. We've seen a lot of one-on-one situations. We've seen them go all three ways. We've seen touchdowns. We've seen interceptions. We've seen incompletions. I mean, both sides of the ball, That you know, quarterbacks are really trying to air this out and giving their receivers a chance to get the ball, but I think they're forgetting that they're also giving the, ch- the defender a chance right. to get underneath. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that'll be second and 25 for Lawrenceburg. Yoon was 9 for 15 in the first half. That's his first attempt of the second. 9 for 16 for a big number. Only nine completions. Two 283 yards for this young man. Obviously, big plays all over the field tonight for the Tigers, a lot of them to his brother Gavin. So here he is on second 25. Bird is going to take it on a little trap play and an excellent solo tackle right there by number 51 for the Wildcats. That's Seth Schwartz coming up from his linebacker position. Maybe a loss of one on there. A little misdirection trap play for Bird. Tigers haven't ran up the middle a whole lot tonight. They tried it right there. Nothing there. Great play by Schwartz. So right now, Franklin County's been able to put a little stop here and give a little pause to the uh, Tigers' offense. So let's see what kind of what they're going to be able to do with an answer here. Um, but I, again, I'm really expecting them to air this ball out and then they can play it safe and just hand the ball off, which is a possibility. But we'll see which way they're going to go. Here's you. Lampert and Parks to his right. Pocket collapses for him. He's going to keep it. Maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage. Ronnie Parsons in on another tackle. We've called his name a lot. Number 68, the senior defensive lineman. Sophomore defensive lineman. Excuse me. Ronnie Parsons only a sophomore. So call it call it no gain. He got back to the line when the pocket collapsed. And it's fourth and 25, and Larsberg is going to go for it. Obviously, this is out of Peyton Seeks field goal range here at the 26-yard line would be a 43-yarder. You could try to pin them deep, but the Tigers are going to go for it. So maybe, finally, the shot to the end zone you've been waiting for, Jack. Here he is, three-step drop, looking deep. Pocket collapses, rushes to his left. He's going down. Oh, A sack and a big-time loss. Garrett Yoon just ran out of space. That's going to be a loss of 15 on that sack. He was trying to retreat away from the sack. To give himself room to turn the corner, wasn't happening. Oh, just, you know, he was going back straight. He needed to try and at least come back at the angle, even whether the uh, pressure was there. So, you know, kudos to the Wildcats for at least trying to, you know, keep that pressure on it and really make him be able to, obviously in this case, take that loss uh, of yards. But, uh, you know, it's still going to be up to the offense to be able to try and make something happen. If they can't put some uh, uh, points on the board here, it's still going to be a long night. 8.05 to go in the third quarter. Lawrenceburg leads 28-0. to Franklin County takes over at their own 41. 
Like Jack said, at some point, Franklin County's offense is going to have to get some points on the board. Time's going to get away from them if they're going to make a run or put a dent into this Tiger lead. Here's Runyon on a jet sweep, and Dylan Jones wrestles him down for a loss of five, maybe six, maybe more than that. Depends where the ref wants to put it. Uh, yeah. Dylan Jones having a, having a good night for himself. Backup defensive lineman getting lots of, of snaps there tonight. I think Bill Rowlett was in there on that one, too. Yep, absolutely. Mm. Second, 16. Here's Bogan out of the shotgun. Two receivers each side. Runyon stays home the block this time. Three-step drop. Fires, tries to split two Tiger defenders on the corner route. Your intended receiver, Joe Fields, incomplete. Had a small window to get that one in there, and it did not happen. I, I really kind of uh, struggled to see where the uh, philosophy there was. I mean, you got double coverage there, and you're trying to fit it in. You had two other guys in single coverage. I, I understand it's the shorter of the two throws, but when you're thrown into double coverage with no more success than you've had, you're going to have to try and get the ball <laughs> at least to well, single coverage. I agree coverage. 100%, Jack. You don't wonder if, if he doesn't have the confidence to go through his progressions. He's The pocket has collapsed so many times that it maybe he just lacks the confidence to to go through those progressions. Either way, it's third and 16 for Franklin County. Franklin County only one for five on third down in the first half. Here's Bogan airing one out. Overthrows his man on the sideline. That's number 27, Austin Bramer, on a sideline route. Overthrows it. It sails out of bounds, and the Tigers are going to get this one back. So, I mean, still just the inability to get the, get the ball going and get the first downs. Uh, you know, they're still, you know, I know they're down 28, but they're going to have to try and establish that run game at some point in time. If you're not able to complete these passes, you're, you're really just giving yourself not very much to go. Well, not a great position for Franklin County to be in, trailing 28-0 and punting it away to Lawrenceburg. There's the punt by McKinney. Number one, Dakota Roth drops it, but it bounces right back to him. He's looking for some running room to his left. Not going to find any, and we and he is brought down by number 24, Hunter Tushane. So the Tigers will take over first and 10 on their own 34. Tigers only drive this half. They get a blocked punt. They take over at the 11. Penalties hurt them. They end up turning it over on down themselves, but their defense holds like they've held all night. And here come the Tigers with a chance to add to that lead. And that lead, as the clock keeps ticking away here in the third quarter, Jack, looks more and more insurmountable. Yoon in the shotgun. Direct snap to Brendan Cox. Nothing there. Great penetration by the Franklin County defensive line. You can at least see the evolution of the defense there. They're really keying on the direct snap now. They're really not no longer being fooled like they were through the first half on that. They're able to, you know, kind of see when he's handing that ball off and when he's going to put it in the air uh, and be able to get a few stops here. But uh, their secondary coverage is still what's going to have to be the, the, the big difference if we're going to try and stop this uh, high-power Tiger offense. Yeah, you're right. And if you're looking for Bryce Spots, Franklin County defense, the interior run defense from Franklin County has been pretty solid. The pass defense has, has been soft, and the perimeter run defense not so much. But if you're just looking for bright spots, the Tigers had had a hard time running between the tackles. Here's Yoon. A little jet, not quite a jet sweep, but an off-tackle run to Brendan Cox. Positive yards for the Tigers. Going to be going to bring up about third and seven, give Cox a gain of about six. So big third down for the Tigers. To see if they can keep this drive going. We've already seen six minutes tick off that third quarter clock. 
28-0. Lawrenceburg leads Franklin County. That was your halftime score. And Jack and I talked about the tempo and the fluidness of the Lawrenceburg offense. 28 to nothing, middle of third, not in as big of a hurry to, to make that next snap now. I mean, definitely a different pace to the game, but still dominated by the Tigers right now. Yoon on third down, overthrows his intended receiver, Gavin Yoon. Tigers coach is looking for a pass interference, not going to get it. Ball could have been ruled uncatchable, overthrew him by a little bit there. Yeah, Gavin was still searching, trying to find that uh, ball there. But uh, either way, uh, even if he catches that, I, I don't know how necessarily how far uh, he was going to be able to go. But a completion would have could have been, nonetheless. Jack, there's something yellow on the field at about the 22-yard line. I can and see it. Every from time here. I look in that general area, I think there's a flag down. There's something yellow on the field. I have no idea what it is. The Tigers, you see, you see that? I do, I do. The Tigers punted away. Jalen Parks rugby-style punt. Oh. A short one. It's going to only get to the Franklin County 45, and it's down by Tiger number four, Seth Lampert. It'll be Franklin County ball first and ten. We'll take a quick break High school after the punt, high school football on Eagle 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. Need a boost to get your career on track? Ivy Tech Community College of Lawrenceburg and Batesville wants to help you advance your career by offering degrees that are affordable and classes that are convenient. Second eight-week classes begin October 15th. Visit us at ivytech.edu. Are you looking for a place for your business to call home? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Would you like your business to thrive in a unique community that's growing? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Do you want your business to be part of a proud, historic community that has its eyes on the future? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Year-round events, convenient location, great community. Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg-in.com. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We are back to Franklin County High School here. 5.16 to go in the third quarter. The Wildcats just snapped the football on their first down play, and Brady Bogan on a designed keep up the middle broke into the Tiger secondary, racing for the end zone. Jaden Isham chases him down from behind. Ball pops out and through the end zone. Touchback for the Tigers. Jack Franklin County threatens, and the next thing you know, the Tigers have the football back. Great hustle play by Isham. Oh, my goodness. Not to give up on the play. To have that wherewithal just to continue was phenomenal. I mean, a great run by Bogan, but then at the end, just to know that the Tiger pressure just would not give up and just let it go. Man, to still get the ball back. At the <laughs> Man, just phenomenal. Ball popped out. Into the end zone. Tigers late on in the end zone for the touchback. First and ten Tigers. Mason Kennedy charges forward for a gain of seven. And it'll be second and three for the Tigers. Lawrenceburg leads Franklin County 28-0. 4.45 to go in the third. Another direct snap to Kennedy. We might see heavy doses of him in the second half, Jack. He's good for four or five yards minimum every time, it seems like. I mean, you know, I mean, how can you fault anybody for, you know, putting the ball in his hands? I mean, right now with the amount of production he is time and time again, it's just been crazy. It's another Tiger first down. Reminder, all those Tiger first downs are good for one free wing or ring tonight at Buffalo Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive in Grandville with the purchase of a wing or ring. You must be in a Tiger, Wildcat gear, or have a ticket stub. That's Flossie Drive in Greendale tonight only. The ultimate sports restaurant experience. First and ten, Yoon designed run off tackle, falls forward for a gain of three. 
It'll be second and seven, Tigers. Clock ticking towards four minutes to go in the third quarter. It's been all Tigers. Franklin County's threatened twice, no more so than that Bogan long run, but nothing to show for it on the scoreboard. Right now, it's just Lawrenceburg clock management 101 right now. You're just running the ball, letting the clock run, and enjoying the 28 Trying to run up those first downs for Tigers fans to, to, to boost that wing count tonight. <laughs> Here's a direct snap to Bird. He's running left, looking for room. Flag down. Not much there for Bird. Maybe a gain of one. Flag down right in the middle of the scrum, most likely a hold. And if you're Franklin County, you could take it. be second and 15, but Bird didn't get much, so it would be third and six. It looks like they're going to take it. Coach Wes Gilman, in his first year as head coach at his alma mater, five-year stint at Oldenburg, getting the Oldenburg program off the ground. One and three this year. Knew he had an inexperienced team. Only two starters back on offense. The schedule unforgiving. Losses to Newcastle and East Central, two quality teams. Heartbreaking loss to Rushville, your alma mater, Jack. Yes, yes. Their lone win against Connersville. The Tigers... Likewise, have a one and three record via a much different path. They too have a loss to East Central, the rain shortened game against Milan, and then a heartbreaker last week, 34 to 33 to Greensburg. Here's Yoon, three step drop, throws it over the middle to brother Gavin, breaks one tackle, spins to the Tiger sideline, racing down the Tiger sideline across the 50 40, and finally knocked out of bounds at about the 38 yard line. Gavin Yoon, another big night. We'll try and get an update on his individual number receiving through the air. But for now, it's first and ten, Tigers. Tigers have won five of the last seven in this series. They've split the last two. I talked about the game here two years ago, the Tigers state runner-up team. Franklin County pinned their only loss of the regular season on them. Um, two years ago, Tigers bounced back and took last year's win um, in Lawrenceburg, 44-34. to Series the last 30 years, Jack, 15-14, Tigers. Yeah, uh, the jump uh, pass. Wow, didn't mean to interrupt you there. Oh, no. Tigers were quick to the line. Garrett Yuna, Tim Tebow-like jump pass. Dakota Roth hauls it in, breaks one tackle, and picks up another Tiger first down. They're going to be at about the 21-yard line. I mean, I was talking about how Lawrenceburg was going to do game management and run the ball. And and now they're jump passes. Yeah, Coach Knigel on the interview with uh, Bubba Bo this morning uh, on uh, Eagle Country 99.3 was uh, talking about the uh, overall series and what a tough matchup this potentially could be. But I think he uh, definitely came to play and taking care of biz. Yeah, no doubt. These two have played some really good games over the years. Doesn't look like tonight's shaping up to be one of those. Although this Franklin County defense continues to play better as the night goes in a lot of ways. There's a direct snap to Bird at number 32. Josh Bauman gobbles him up for a loss of five. So the Tigers have stalled down and inside the 20 a couple times. I mean, you know, they're winning 28 nothing. They're on pace for a really big road win, but they have had some drives, some interceptions, some penalties. They've knocked on the door a lot and been unable to punch it in. Otherwise, this score could be a lot worse, Jack. I would not like to be in the film room uh, come next week because even though it's a win, they're going to be pointing out some of these deficiencies and making these guys do some uh, running, I have no doubts. There's Yoon, three-step drop out of the shotgun. Quick out route to Jayla Parks. Caught. Nowhere to go after that. Excellent coverage and tackle by Joe Fields. Maybe even a loss of one on that pass. The Tigers will be at Batesville next week. An EIAC 3A matchup. Batesville 3-1 themselves. They're playing East Central tonight. They've got their hands full. Franklin County goes to Greensburg. Greensburg is working their way through a Dearborn County part of their schedule, beating Lawrenceburg last week and then in action with South Dearborn tonight. It will be Franklin County at Greensburg next Friday night. Third and long for the Tigers. Third and 15, they lead 28-0. One minute to go in the third quarter. 
But there's that timing route, Garrett to Gavin, and Gavin didn't turn around in time to catch this one. It falls innocently to the ground. Well, Gavin decided to look over at the ref. I really think he's getting a little bit of a touching activity out there on the end and was trying to see if he could uh, pull a foul or get a flag called. Tiger coaches have, have asked for that a couple times, to your point, Jack. So um, no flag for, for that just yet. 103 to go. Clock stopped. We were in this situation not too long ago. Fourth and long for the Tigers in no man's land. Too long for a field goal. And they're going to choose to go for it rather than pin them deep with a punt. Here's Yoon in the shotgun. Kennedy stays home to block for him. Pocket collapses again. Yoon steps up, runs to his left, and he's going to run out of space. So the Tigers fail on fourth and long again. Yoon flushed to his left, just ran out of space, pushed out of bounds on the far sideline by number 68, Robbie Parsons. That is at least the third time that he has ran through the Franklin County Blitz and been able to at least have an opportunity to make a play. Uh, there was still nobody open downfield, at least not that he could see on that side of the field. But, uh, you know, just a phenomenal job of being able to make that a uh, out-of-bounds play and not a loss. Yeah, no, very good point. But it was fourth down, so nonetheless, Franklin County takes over. Bogan, speaking of pockets, collapses. His collapses again. Now he scrambles. Jack Fetty pursued him to the sideline. Fetty makes first contact. A couple other Tiger defenders help him bring Bogan to the ground after a short gain of two, maybe three yards. So, but yeah, I mean, the pocket collapse on both sides of the ball for both teams right now has been uh, definitely the story of the second half. 30 seconds to go in a third, and if you're Franklin County and you have any vision to win in this game, you're going to have to take some chances on defense. You're going to have to put your defense in a position to make a big play, maybe more so than you have. The Tigers, of course, have been doing it all night, so I think we'll see a lot of that um, both ways. Runyon on the second down play charges forward for three yards. And that should take us to the end of the third quarter. It will take us to the end of the third quarter. At the end of three from Franklin County High School, Lawrenceburg Tigers 28, the Franklin County Wildcats 0. We'll be back for the fourth quarter. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. Hey folks, listen up. It's Crazy Harry here for Car Country Aurora, and don't forget Harrison, Ohio. Barney, let's tell these folks about our selection today. Wow, Harry, I've got trucks, 4x2, 4x4. Don't forget passenger vans, big Jeeps, little Jeeps. Oh wow, I've got uh, Corollas, Camrys, imports. That's right, Domestis, Chevrolets, Buicks, Dodges, Chryslers, Jeeps, Eagles. Mini Coopers. Lexus, Acuras, Subarus, Hyundais, Hondas. Nissans, Toyotas. I can't even think. AMC Generals. Pintos. I mean, we can really get going good. Folks, we have them all, you know. (laughs) Marty, we got the biggest selection around, don't we? Yes, we do, Harry. And there's one thing about car country. If you don't have a ride, I'll send a guy to get you. Your hometown sports station is your hometown radio station. Ellie Levy here at the Eagle Country Sports Desk. It is the end of the third quarter. Time for your scoreboard update. 
Batesville at East Central. East Central up 21 to 6 in that one. Greensburg just took the lead at South Dearborn up 14 to 13 in that one. Rushville up 35 to 7 at Connorsville. Milan just scored, or North Decatur just scored at Milan, making it three to nothing in the fourth quarter. And Switzerland County just scored to take the lead against Oldenburg Academy, Academy 13 to 12. And Ohio Harrison up against Ross. 28 to 14 Harrison in that one and Wyoming is up 41 to nothing at Taylor. In Kentucky, South Oldham at home against Boone County winning that one 28 to 7 and Connor up 21 to 7 against Dixie Heights and finally Walton Verona down 14 to 17 against Lexington Christian. That's all for your third quarter scoreboard update. You're listening to your hometown radio station Eagle Country 99.3. Back to you guys. Back for fourth quarter action here at Franklin County High School. The Tigers were able to, thanks to an Andrew Roth tackle for loss, get off the field, force the Franklin County punt, and the Tigers take over first and ten at their own 46, leading 28-0. to zero. Not a lot of offense in that third quarter, Jack. Tigers 39 yards. Franklin County, negative seven. So after the explosion in the first half, the Tigers took over with short fields, had a couple drives stall. But the Tiger defense continues an excellent night. Truly, truly. I mean, they're in that game management, clock management mode. So, I mean, you know, the fact that they're not having a whole lot of offense really is not a big concern. It's almost part of the game plan that they're, I'm sure they're coming out with. If you're just tuning in, it's 28-0 to Lawrenceburg. Freshman quarterback Garrett Yoon, three touchdown passes, all three to his brother Gavin. And Garrett kept scored the other touchdown on the ground on a 66-yard touchdown run. 28-0 Tigers. We've been at 28-0 since 7-19 to go in the second quarter. Mason Kennedy carries for the Tigers, picks up about five, second and five, just on the other side of the 50 for Lawrenceburg. Call it second and four. Excellent defensive performance for the Tigers. They would love to preserve the shutout that they've pitched, interestingly enough, after this play. And there's a fumble. A direct snap and direct snap to Cox on the jet sweep. Bounced off his helmet, or maybe it wasn't for Cox, and and he snapped it too soon. Cox was in motion, and I'm not sure who got it. It's either going to be a major loss or Franklin County ball. The Tigers do recover it. Going to be a loss of at least 10, if not 12, all the way back in Franklin County territory. It's going to be, it's going to be third and 19. I was going to point out, Jack, the Tiger defense, they only have one win this year, the Taylor game. I called it a quasi shutout. Taylor scored 14 points. If you see the final score, it was a pick six off the screen pass and a kickoff return. So the Tiger defense held the Taylor offense scoreless despite 14 on the board. So in what looks like their two wins, the defense has been excellent. Here's Yoon on third and long. He's being chased, and he's going to get out of the pocket and throw it harmlessly to the ground. So we said it, Jack, this Franklin County defense, I can see them teeing off, taking chances. If they have any chance to win this game, they're going to have to make a big play on defense, give the offense a short field. They tried right there, but it's going to end up in a punt. I mean, right now the uh, speed of the uh, Tigers is just a little too much. Uh, I can really see the uh, Franklin County uh, defense has just been on the field too much. Uh, you know, they're just not able to get the rest and be able to do that. Uh, again, since Lawrenceburg doing controlling the pace, uh, you know, they were able to keep their uh, uh, stamina up pretty good. But the uh, defense for Franklin County is just uh, they're gassed right now. Yeah, no, very, very good point and observation. Um, 
Here's the Parks punt. Good punt by Jalen Parks. Fair catch called for by the Wildcats and made by number 12, Augustus Runyon, at about the 36-yard line. Stick around after the game. We will have the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan post-game show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. We'll have our final check of our Hag Ford keys to the game. Hag Ford, family-owned and operated for over 55 years. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today. HagfordSales.com. We'll also have our Hurlinger Chevrolet star of the game and our Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Still no timeouts this half, but we do appreciate our friends at Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine sponsoring all of tonight's timeouts. First and 10, Franklin County. They try and get something going again, and there he goes. Into the secondary goes number 24, Hunter DeShane. He is gone. That's going to be a 64-yard touchdown. Hunter Shane touchdown, Franklin County. There goes the shutout. There's a little bit of life for Franklin County. And, Jack, if these stats are accurate, which I trust they are, that's his first carry of the year. Wow. I mean, and that, that guy was flat on wheels. I mean, he was down the field in no time. They couldn't even come close. He, he, he makes his money, if you will. Don't take me literally on that. This is high school football, but he makes his money at the safety position on defense, plays an excellent safety position, and I've got Franklin County season stats here. He's not listed, and Brett, as he carried the ball tonight, that's his first carry of the night. So his first carry of the season goes for 64 yards and a Franklin County touchdown. Something tells me he might get a few more touches. I have a feeling that if there's going to be a new key to their offensive scheme, he's going to be a part of it. Number 44, Drew Dixon on to kick the PAT. Up and good. Franklin County strikes quick. Lawrenceburg 28, Franklin County 7. 9.26 to go here from Franklin County. Back after this, this is high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Are you over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answer yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. There are now two different vaccines available to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacists which shingles vaccine is the best option for you. DeVille Pharmacy is your family's hometown pharmacy with three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg, and Rising Sun. From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station, is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Franklin County High School. John Blackwell alongside Jack Clevenger. Brett Hamilton helping us out with stats tonight. Franklin County, after their first touchdown of the night, their kickoff sails out of bounds. At about the 35-yard line, the penalty would put it on the 35-yard line, so we'll start this drive on the 35-yard line. I do see a deja vu pattern uh, that has definitely developed right. over <laughs> over the uh, course of these uh, four quarters for sure. And my yellow material on the field down here has seemingly split into three smaller yellow. I have no clue what it is. I have no clue if anybody else recognizes it. But whenever I look to my left, 
um, I think I see a penalty flag. I got, and now they've got a piece of it on the actual white uh, 25-yard line. That alone is just now staring at me. I uh, appreciate you pointing that out. That way i got something else to stare at. Thank well, you. Well, I appreciate you validating that I see that, and I'm not just losing my, my sight here. Here's Yoon, first and ten. Option play, haven't seen that. Pitches it out to Bird. He's got room to run on the outside, but he is chased down from behind. Bird's a speedster. Yoon, a quick option play. Number 11, Zach Jewell closed quickly. Still a gain of five for the Tigers, but when Yoon released that on the option, I thought Bird was going to be running for a while. Great play by Jewell. Oh, yeah, the defense closed out quick. I mean, again, I was talking about them being gassed, but they've really come in with some speed. Uh, A little bit of life, that touchdown must have breathed into them a little bit there, trying to see if they can make the uh, stellar comeback. And if you have any chance of that comeback, it is it is time for a three and out if you're the Franklin County defense. Here's a direct snap to Bird. They're not going to get the three and out, Bird, just enough on the direct snap for the first down. Brought down by number 64, Luke Monster. Yeah, definitely just a case of where the uh, Lawrenceburg offense has just got too many different options that are that are working right now, uh, whether it be uh, straight up the middle or on the end or just putting the ball in the air. They're just able to, to spread out and show that balance to be able to get something to happen. 14 first downs tonight for the Tigers. Here comes another first down play. A little movement up front, no flags. Franklin County showing blitz. Direct snap, Kennedy. And Kennedy, yards after contact. At least five or six that play. He's going to get a gain of nine. He is a strong young man that runs low, runs hard, and drags defenders with him. A weapon at all times, especially in situations like this. I mean, I want to get a video of him running just so I can show that to people. Say when they say drive your legs, this, this is, is what, what we're talking mean. about. Sure. I mean, that is a prime example. Cause, I mean, he's getting hit at two or three yards in, and then just driving and dragging everybody else with him. Here comes the second and two play. Kennedy back in his fullback position, stays home to block for you on a three-step drop, steps up in the pocket, working the sideline incomplete. And there's one of those incompletions where he gave Parks a chance to catch it. Nobody else falls harmlessly. It's going to be third and short for the Tigers. 14 first downs for the Tigers. They're two yards away from number 15. And don't forget that those first downs are presented by Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale. For every first down the Tigers achieve during the game, every fan with a ticket to the game or wearing team apparel gets a free wing or ring with the purchase of a wing or ring after the game. Only at Buffalo Wild Rings on Flossie Drive in Greendale. Tonight only, the ultimate sports restaurant experience at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Yoon out of the shotgun. Kennedy, fullback, bird, motion left to right. There's the direct snap to Kennedy right on cue. He's got more room than normal this time. And Kennedy bounced off tackle that time. Kennedy doesn't run with a whole lot of open space, but he had some that time. Gain of about 14. We'll see where they stop it in the 15th Tiger first down of the game. I really think if you look, go back and look, you'll see that he looked up and almost took a pause for a moment because he is used to seeing those defenders in his face, and he's like, there's nothing there but green. And uh, they were able to get caught up and get him down, but, man, what a run. First and ten, the Franklin County defense unable to get the Tiger offense off the field early in this drive. Tigers lead 28-7, to seven, seven and a half to go in the game. Here's a direct snap to Cox, and Cox hits that hole hard. So it's almost right on cue, Jack. We talk about the Franklin County interior run defense has been good, and then all of a sudden the last two drives, the Tigers are finding positive momentum between the tackles. I mean, it really is, and it just seems like they're trying to all of a sudden prevent the big play as before they were just trying to, trying to manage the drives, but now they're trying to give up so they can get the ball back and put points on the board. And uh, Lawrenceburg Tigers, to their credit, have just been able to expose the weakness depending on whether it's on the outside or the interior. You know, if you're the Tigers here, as well as you played, you'd like to finish a drive. You haven't done that in this half. You'd like to finish a drive here. 
And there's another direct snap to Kennedy. And again, hit right at the line. But he's going to fall forward for what looks like a first down. That was second and three. Going to get a gain of four, almost all of them after contact. Well, for starters, we've been calling him the fullback all night. It's not a deep fullback. Those direct snaps to him are only a line or two, a yard or two, excuse me, behind the line. So he's at the line of scrimmage just like that. Uh, but, I mean, to his credit, I mean, that also doesn't give you a lot of room to get momentum. So, I mean, true. it's just true force of driving those legs. I mean, I am just fascinated by watching him just take those defenders on down the field with him. I mean, but it's, it's been. It's the way they complement each other. The speedsters on the outside with, with him keeping Giannis on the inside is, is an effective package. And speaking of the speedsters on the outside, here's Bird. End around. Shoestring tackle after a gain of about seven. Almost a touchdown, and I, I should probably not say this now, but I'm not superstitious. The other thing about these Tiger ball hand carriers, they haven't put it on the ground tonight. Their ball security has been excellent. It has been just a good job overall of security. You know, again, a couple of little errant throws, just trying to force the ball, wanting to try and put some points on the board. But, man, what an overall, just a great job right. of taking care of that. Yeah, ball. I was talking about the running plays, the unit interceptions. But if they do fumble on this next play, Jack, keep the broadcast away from Coach Kaniga. He he, ah. won't, uh, he'll, he'll, he won't let me have any more broadcasts if I jinx them and they put it on the ground right here. Second and four. Another direct snap to Kennedy. Charges forward, going to be close to the first down. You're looking at first and goal. Four third and inches. Initial signal is third and inches. Call it third and just less than one. Well, they moved the spot of that ball. I'm with you. I thought at first they were going to give that first down, but the, where they spotted it is just a, just, just a little shy. Clock ticking towards five minutes, and it is only 9 o'clock. I'm not in a hurry, but we've had a quick moving game tonight, Jack. Yeah, it really has been. Uh, again, you talked about the lack of timeouts in the first half until we got to right before, but, man, again, just constant movement. Even with the hard count, definitely some movement. I think it's going to be on the blue. If so, that'll be a first down. Yeah, that's definitely half distance to the goal for sure right Third there. Third and short, send the freshman up there on the hard count, executes it pretty well. Garrett Yoon came in with 785 passing yards through four games. He, he's exceeded 1,000 on the season in career now. Had 283 at halftime, not as, not as many here in the second half. But again, the Tigers unable to... Punch it in on a drive. Obviously, they're going to go home with a win, but if you're the Tigers, you're not running up the score. You're just playing football. You'd like to see one more go in the end zone here in the second half. And asked and answered right there. Asked and answered. Just took it straight in. Yoon on the direct snap. Again, the half the distance penalty got him to about the four. Yoon finishes it off. And touchdown, Tigers. Garrett Yoon involved in all five touchdowns tonight, three through the air. That's his second on the ground. Young man having a stellar freshman season, and it is 34 to 7. Tigers. I mean, he was definitely your player of the game last week, but he's going to have a little bit of competition this Here week. Here comes Avery Sieg to kick the extra point. That would have been good from about 30. That was a heck of a boot by Avery. It's up. It's good. Tigers 35, Wildcats 7. 4.35 to go from Franklin County High School. We'll be back after this. This is high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
this is Joe Earhart, a physician assistant with Beacon Orthopedics. Do you have knee pain? If you've developed knee pain gradually over several years, you may be suffering from arthritis. Arthritis is a wear and tear condition involving the cartilage of the knee. As a physician assistant, I am trained to provide extensive non-operative treatment for arthritis of the knee. Many people believe a knee replacement may be their only option for treatment, but this is rarely the case. If you would like to discuss the many treatment options available, call us at 513-354-3700 or visit us at BeaconOrtho.com. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Back to Franklin County High School, a Lawrenceburg leading Franklin County 35-7 to after the Garrett Yoon four-yard rushing touchdown. Tigers sets a kickoff. This is their third different kickoff person of the night. This is Avery Sieg kicking off. Noah Roulette and Daya Patel have split the duties so far. Avery typically content to kick to the middle line. She does that this year, although Franklin County was anticipating it. Number 24, Hunter to Shane. Wow. Returns that. Hit well. Was that 33 Tingle on the tackle? Is that who you had on that? Logan Tingle, a great open field tackle there on special teams. Stick around after the game for the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan post-game show. We will have our star of the game for each team presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Herlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and see why 25 years of repeat customers keep coming back. Be the star of your own game in a new car, truck, or SUV with a warranty forever from Gary Trable at Herlinger Chevrolet. First and 10, Franklin County. At the 35-yard line, low snap in the shotgun, but Bogan breaks through the line, and he's going to get about nine yards on the design keep. Scoop that low snap up off the ground. Andrew Rennekamp, a good solo tackle. They give him a second and two, Franklin County, at the 43. This one all but over, four minutes to go, 35-7. to seven. The only thing that's in doubt seems to be the final score. Can Franklin County punch it in one more time? We'll also have our final check of the Hagford keys to the game after the game. Hagford, family-owned and operated for over 55 years. Stop by on US 50 in Greendale and get yourself in a brand-new Ford today or visit them online, hagfordsales.com. Franklin County, second two. Here's an end around or a jet sweep play, excuse me, for Clayton Spurlock. He's going to rush for the first down before being knocked out of bounds by Dakota Roth on the Franklin County sideline. Franklin County in Tiger territory, first and 10 at the 45. So, seeing a little bit of offense here late. Again, it is going to be in a, uh, a losing effort just because we're running out of time. But, uh, you know, at least Franklin County has truly been able to, uh, you know, keep the drive going, trying to keep their momentum and trying to get their positives that they can out of the game. Uh, you know, different aspects of it have been pretty good. But overall, just not been able to match the, what the Tigers have brought. No doubt about it. Talked about both these teams entering at one and three. It looks like the Tigers are going to get to two and three. Both teams tough test next week on the road. Lawrenceburg at Batesville. Franklin County at Greensburg. And here's number 24, Hunter Tashane. That's his first carry of the year that didn't go for a touchdown. <laughs> he broke the Franklin County's only score earlier today. Tough stretch coming for Franklin County, Jack. At Greensburg, home with South Dearborn, home with Batesville, and then you end at Harrison. Difficult schedule for a young team. Just a, a tough deck, but you know Coach Wes Gilman and his staff will, will continue to see this team improve each week. I mean, you're really, you know, dealing with some losses and players last year and, and just trying to, you know, trying to make uh, uh, who the next upcoming stars are going to be. A lot of young players trying to make it make it happen and just need more time at this point. Here's Bogan back to pass, looking to air it out. He's got a man deep. 
That is number 27, Austin Bramer, brought down by Isham inside the five. That's going to be a gain of about 39 and set Franklin County up. First and goal at the four. Well, they were finally able to catch Lawrenceburg a little bit of sleep, anticipated the run, tried to get back there, and just left the guy open. I mean, he got behind the coverage, and just uh, as long as the pass was even close, it was going to be at least a big gain. I really thought it was going in the end zone. Uh, I agree with you there. Tigers lead 35-7, to 2.25 to go. Clock ticking now towards two minutes as it starts to tick again after the chains are set. Here's Bogan in the shotgun. To Shane next to him as a single back. Bogan is going to keep it up the middle. Plow forward, pile falls forward. I think he's going to be down about the one. It'll be second goal at the one. Clock ticks under two minutes. Both teams with still three timeouts, Jack. So in case we go a whole half without a timeout, one more thanks to Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine for sponsoring our timeouts tonight. Doctors Argo, Roth, Chanduri, Ku, and Johansson taking care of all your injury needs. Same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI. They're in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township online at beaconortho.com. Here's number two, Bogan. Second goal at the two. I said the one. They're at the two. Here's the handoff to Shane. Spins and brought down by Cox. Ball's loose. Referee is signaling that he was down. Second goal at the two. Turns into third and goal at the one. Clock at a minute, 22 seconds. Franklin County just going to try and go all in and get some points here. No need for either team to call those timeouts. Boy, I tell you what, they really did shock me. I really thought that was going to be a, uh, a keeper by uh, uh, Brogan there just running on in when they handed the ball off. Like I said, really no reason for either team to call their timeouts. It's all or nothing for Franklin County. They're either going to score on this third or fourth and goal. Bogan, a keeper up the middle, just a scrum. It's all going to depend on the spot. Touchdown. Second effort. Second effort. Maybe a little push in the back, reminiscent of an old Notre Dame game over a decade ago. But nonetheless, the pile fell forward, and Bogan has the rushing touchdown. That'll make the score 35-13. to Lawrenceburg leads Franklin County 55 seconds to go. They've got some fireworks going in Franklin County. That's a nice touch. And number 44, Drew Dixon, is on to kick the extra point. So now Lawrenceburg has some success here. They're trying to block one of these. Let's see if they can be able to do anything here, if they're just going to be content to let them kick this. Definitely tried. Might be a fire. I'm not sure if that was a design keeper under through on the fake. I, I think that was a design fake. But nonetheless, it falls short on the fire pass. Lawrenceburg 35, Franklin County 13, 55.7 seconds to go. And this one will be back after this. This is Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Why fight big city traffic to drive to a dealership with big city overhead, markups, and headaches? This is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford. If you can hear my voice right now, you're probably no more than 30 minutes away from a more enjoyable way to buy a car, truck, or SUV. Eliminate the errand and enjoy the experience, the drive, and your new ride. See what we're all about at JimTrueFord.com, and then come see us on US 52 in relaxing Brookville. Welcome to the Jim True Ford family. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We are back to Franklin County High School, Lawrenceburg 35, Franklin County 13. After the Brady Bogan touchdown two-point conversion pass was no good, Lawrenceburg is 55.7 seconds away from improving their record to 2-3 and three on the year. Franklin County will fall to 1-4. and four. Kickoff fielded by Cox, running to his right. 
runs out of real estate, chased out of bounds at about the 30-yard line, and that will start, which will most likely be the last Tiger possession of the night. Fifty seconds away from the end of this one means we're fifty seconds away from the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show. We'll have our final Ivy Tech Community College stats report, Hurlinger Chevrolet stars of the game, and a final check of our Hag Ford keys to the game. First down count. We'll have that for you in a minute as it goes as this one goes close to final. Sixteen Tiger first downs. That'll be the final number. The Tigers are content to take a knee. Redeem those sixteen Tiger first downs tonight, Tiger fans or Wildcat fans. Sixteen free wings or rings with the purchase of sixteen free wings or rings tonight only on Flossie Drive in Greendale. The Buffalo Wings and Rings, the ultimate sports fan experience. Sixteen will be your final count there. Garrett Yoon takes a knee. He will need to take one more. Game clock kick ticks under thirty. Snap and another knee, and that will wrap this one up. The teams convene on the 50-yard line for the handshakes and your final score from Franklin County High School. Lawrenceburg 35, Franklin County 13. We will be back to wrap it up with the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. Whether you are starting college for the first time or are ready for a different career, Ivy Tech Community College of Lawrenceburg and Batesville is here to help you succeed. Ivy Tech offers degrees that are affordable and classes that are convenient. Second eight-week classes start on October 15th. Apply for free at ivytech.edu. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Have you heard? United Community Bank is partnering with Savista Bank. You'll continue to enjoy the best in community banking from the same neighbors who welcome you in your local branch with warm welcomes and trusted solutions to help you and our community grow. UCB and Savista Bank are here for you. Same neighbors, new name. Learn more at Savista.Bank. Member FDIC. That's Savista Bank, focused on you. Sports Station is your hometown radio station. Elliot Levy here at the Eagle Country Sports Desk. It is the end of the fourth quarter. Time for your scoreboard update. 35-13 is the end of the game as Lawrenceburg beats Franklin County in our featured game. Other areas, other games in the area. East Central up 35-6 against Batesville. Greensburg down 27-14 at South Dearborn. And Rushville up 55-14 at Connorsville. North Decatur up 9-0 at Milan. And Switzerland County up 13-12 at home against Oldenburg. In Ohio, Harrison up 35-14 at Ross. And Wyoming up 41-0 at Taylor. Moving on to Kentucky, South Oldham at home against Boone County up 28-7 in that one. Connor also at home, up 21-13 against Dixie Heights. And Lexington Christian 
up 24 hey, to 21 at Walton, Verona. That's all for your first and my fourth quarter scoreboard is a update. Of this you're listening to your hometown radio station, Eagle Country, Hi, I'm Dr. Sam Koo, a hand-to-shoulder specialist with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Do you wake up at night because your hand is hurting? Does your hand go to sleep while driving, talking on the phone, or reading a book? If so, you may have carpal tunnel syndrome. If you have any of these symptoms, please come see me at our Lawrenceburg office. Call 513-354-3700 or check us out at beaconhand.com. is slowly coming to an end and fall is upon us which means it's truck month at Hag Ford. Check out the largest inventory of Ford Super Duties in the Tri-State along with a full lineup of F-150s including lift and level kits. Come spend truck month with your ultimate truck destination. Hag Ford. We are the difference. Shop online at HagFordSales.com Need a boost to get your career on track? Ivy Tech Community College of Lawrenceburg and Batesville wants to help you advance your career by offering degrees that are affordable and classes that are convenient. Second eight-week classes begin October 15th. Visit us at ivytech.edu. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Franklin County High School. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan post-game show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Final score from Franklin County, Lawrenceburg, 35 Franklin County 13. In hindsight, Jack, this one was never really in doubt. The Tigers, an impressive drive to open the game. An interception, a big play to go up 14 to 0. We weren't ready to call it game time yet, but in hindsight, this one was never really in doubt. Impressive performance by the Tigers. I mean, I really believe that uh, once they saw Franklin County try and go for the big play right out the gate, uh, that kind of kind of established themselves of saying, you know, yes, we're going to keep the pace. You know, that's one of the keys to the game is, is going to be, you know, the pace, the fluidness of what we're doing. But, you know, once they're going to try and make the long shot, they turned around and did the same thing, only with, uh, you know, difference being as far as the completion for the touchdown that they just turned to really make this game get away from them real quick. Um, but then they were able to truly establish that run balance, um, be able to get the pass, do the sweeps, put up the middle. Uh, Mason Kennedy, goodness gracious. I mean, what a just a workhorse and what he was able to do. I mean, Garrett and Gavin were phenomenal. Uh, but, you know, with the containment on the outside from the defense, uh, you know, Franklin County just never was able to get the field position right to give themselves a position or a possibility of being able to really contest this once the game got away from them early. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of balance to that Tiger attack. Weapons, Mason Kennedy, interior running. Um, the speedsters on the outside with Bird and Cox and Yoon keeping, and then obviously Garrett has shown the ability to spread the ball around, hit big plays, throw it underneath. So just excellent, excellent balance to the Tiger offensive attack. More specifically, um, if we could, Jack, let's check in with our final check of your Hackford keys to the game. Uh, final check is, is really just going to be uh, – 
I, I think the uh, fluidity and the uh, balance. I think that's a word. Uh, if not, it should be. Uh, but, uh, you know, really just the way that they were able to try and keep their uh, intensity on defense and offense throughout this, even when they were up 28 to nothing at one point in time, they still had their foot on the gas. They didn't let up. They didn't just try and do that. They were still putting the ball in the air and doing what they needed to do to try and make sure that by doing that balanced offense, that they can do that containment, they were able to make those things happen. Uh, on the flip side, you know, uh, Franklin County just was not able to have that balance and were forced to put the ball in the air way too much, which just kicked them out of their game plan. And at that point in time, Lawrenceburg just had the uh, uh, bull by the horn, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And that is your final check of our Hackford keys to the game. Hag Ford has been family-owned and operated for over 55 years. Stop by their dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today. Check out their inventory at HagFordSales.com. We appreciate their continued support. I think Coach Koenig is on his way up. Um, but how about um, he won't mind waiting for one second after a win. You hate to make a losing coach wait. But let's um, <laughs> let's talk about our stars of the game. We need one from each team. Um, these stars of the game are brought to you by Herlinger Chevrolet and Gary Trable, your local sales expert. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and see why 25 years of repeat customers keep coming back. Be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with a warranty forever from Gary Trable at Herlinger Chevrolet. Jack? Go ahead and pick your stars of the game, then we'll talk about them a little more with some numbers to back it up in the stat report after we talk to Coach Kanega. Who do you got for your stars of the game? Uh, well, for Franklin County, uh, Brady Bogan. I mean, he was definitely the one who was trying to make things happen. I mean, if it wasn't for the losing the uh, end zone there, he at least had another score and was really able to read and kind of adapt to what the uh, Tigers brought to the game. But, I mean, the Tigers were just flat overmatching them there, and, and I really think it's going to be um, – Gavin Yoon is, is, is who I would be a pick of there because so many of those long runs, he was breaking tackles. I mean, he was not giving up on the play and was able to do that. Uh, you know, uh, Garrett, phenomenal, you know, but the, with the well, two, with and, the two and don't picks. don't forget the interception on Franklin County's first play from scrimmage. That was Gavin Yoon, too, and, and a huge play at the time. So, um, But, the, you know, you know, when you take all those things into factor, and those would definitely be my two uh, uh, top players of the game. Uh, not a bad uh, not a bad family debate, right? Big brother, little brother, go home. And, you know, I've, <laughs> well, got two, I've got two kids that are six and four, and they bicker over you know who gets which toy. These guys get to bicker over who who's the star of the game. But excellent games for both of them. And those are your Hurlinger Chevrolet stars of the game. Be the star of your own game in a new car, truck, or SUV with a warranty forever from Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. Stop and see Gary the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle. You will see why. 25 years of repeat customers keep coming back. Speaking of repeat customers, Coach Ryan Kaniga is joining us on in the booth here, um, as he always does, um, win or lose when the Tigers are on Eagle. Coach, have a seat. Take a load off. Congratulations. Big win for the Tigers tonight. Yeah, um, great win. You know, uh, come to Brookville and have a, uh, an awesome start. And really what I thought we played almost flawless there in the first half, besides uh, maybe getting a little greedy down there on our last two possessions. But... You know, live and learn from that, and with a young quarterback trying to put him in some positions there to make some plays. But hey, it's a great win, EIAC on the on the 4A side. So, anytime you can come to Brookville and beat the uh, Wildcats, uh, you know that's a good night. Yeah, no doubt about that. And one thing you might want to do, add to your 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 list. Not that you're busy enough, you might want to talk to Mike about. Get the Tigers on Eagle the rest of the way with me on the call because the Tigers are two and zero when I have the headset, and um, you know we'll see if we can work on that. But I think we, or I know we have <laughs> South Dearborn in the East Central next week. Coach, 
I remember the post-game interview with Taylor, and it's a long game, okay? This was two and a half hours ago, but the first drive, and I remember saying this after the win against Taylor, the first drive was a thing of beauty. Run, pass, balance. I'm not sure how much of it was scripted. Your tempo and getting to the line, it wasn't a breakneck pace, but it was just a good pace. I thought it set a great tone for, for what was an excellent night of offense. Talk a little bit about the execution of that first drive. Yeah, well, we were kind of uh, you know, penned back there. I, I believe that first drive went 90 yards close yes, to that. over 80. You know, so uh, obviously a little f- mishandling on the kickoff, but you know, made some plays, some key third down conversions there, a good mixture early run pass. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that we did somewhat different with some of our formations was we put Bird and Cox in at the slots uh, with Brody Dennison being down uh, for another week and then getting Seth Lampert off the field there, uh, you know, trying to get some different guys in some different situations to make guys cover us a little different. And then also putting Yoon and uh, um, Jalen outside. You know, last week we kept them on the same side a lot. So giving Franklin County something that they had not seen before on film. But uh, just a good mixture of running the ball there, throwing the ball, and then, you know, anytime once we get into the red zone and we got single, you know, one high safety, single coverage on those guys out there on the perimeter, you know, uh, and the V out's a hard route to cover, throw it up and let one of your dudes make a play. But a lot of guys made plays on that drive, you know, very happy with the way that we managed the game the first half. Obviously, the second half, uh, you know, couldn't get the ball rolling. And sometimes that's hard when you look up at the scoreboard and it's 28 to nothing and but, you know, we've talked to our kids about that, how we got to play four quarters. I, th- I think we played about maybe two and a half tonight. So if you can do that and win, good. Hopefully we'll learn from that and get better moving forward to a big conference game next week against Batesville. Yeah, and the defense when, when in the second half, it, the offensive performance in the first half was nearly flawless. And in my eyes, you're a coach, you'll find the flaws. That's your job. But the second half, you had some drive stalls, some short field drives, but your defense hung in there. Um, when those drives did stall and took a shutout into the fourth quarter. I called a lot of names up here, lots of kids in on tackles. So let's talk a little bit about your defensive performance. Um, yeah, um, I thought we played really well. thought we had a, a good game plan. thought we uh, our kids knew what they were going to see. And, you know, Franklin County is a team that's not too hard to prepare for. You know what you're going to get. They keep things simple. So our kids were able to play fast. I thought the big difference tonight, uh, Coach Blackwell, was, was our defensive line. I thought they made a lot of plays. I mean, Dylan Jones was was a man child out there, and when you look at him, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. He's about a buck fifty. He, <laughs> he was a tight end last year. Plays, but he's going to he's going <laughs> to regress. Not the right word, but he almost got his touchdown chance too. He had his hands on one. <laughs> he did, but uh, you know, I like the way our defensive play. The, the touchdowns, you know, they got a receiver running man to man with one of our backers, and then uh, you know, hit us on the backside there. Um, in a blitz, but uh, very proud, uh, great game plan by uh, Coach Jackson on the defensive side of the ball. And, uh, you know, I keep telling people, and I believe it, I think we're getting better every week. And uh, this is the second week in a row we've put up over 30 points. And, uh, you know, just proud of our team, proud of the way they're playing, play, proud of the direction they're going. One last one last question back to the offensive side of the ball. The Yoon brothers get their name called up here and, and in the paper, and rightfully so. They were both excellent. We decided to go with Gavin for the Hurlinger Chevrolet star of the game. Um, you've got Cox, you've got Bird, you've got a lot of weapons. But talk about Mason Kennedy and, and what a weapon he is in any situation, but especially that kind of game management second-half situation. Yeah, you know, we run the little wedge play, which – it's kind of an awkward play because he's offset almost between the guard and tackle. 
So our center has to snap the ball at, at, at an angle. I'm going to be honest, two years ago when we put that in, I wasn't really a big fan of it. But throughout the last two years, I've become a real big fan of it. It's a, it's a nice play. It's, you know, our lineman just stepped down and he gets behind that wall and he's gotten better at finding grass and running to the open area. But he's a big, strong kid and, you know, we feel comfortable with that play that it's good anywhere between three and seven yards. And then if you hit it at the right time, then it goes to seven, ten, ten to twelve. But uh, Mason Kennedy's a, a nice weapon for us. He blocks a lot on our jet, helps in pass protection. And then when he gets his chances on the wedge, you know, he, he makes the, the best of it. I, I've called two games and watched all but, you know, four and a half of your – well, I guess you've only played four and a half games. But <laughs> watched all but about two quarters of Tiger football. And I don't think I've seen it go for zero or even one. It's just – it's just – positive yardage every single time and it was huge tonight so coach thanks for coming up and congratulations on the win the tigers head to batesville next week for any iac 3a game we'll look forward to that one a good game between two good games so two good teams excuse me so thanks again for coming up and congratulations on the road win yes thank you and thanks for covering us tonight here in brookville and i don't know coach blackwell if i'm gonna quite make it past the cottage without stopping on this team bus but maybe you can pick something up and drop it off at the school for us. I know you like them chocolate shakes. So. Yeah, the Dairy Cottage is delicious. You got 16 first downs tonight. You got 16 buy one, get one, wait <laughs> on some wings and rings. Nicole, if you're listening, I might be late. I got a Dairy Cottage stop, a wings and rings stop. Don't wait up for me. Um, lots of lots of calories will be taken in there on Highway 1. Lots so. of chicken. But Thanks for being here, guys. Go Tigers. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Ryan Kanega stopping by the booth. We appreciate that. We will take one more short break. Be back to wrap up the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show with the last look at our Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Back after this, high school football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We are back on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. We are wrapping up a 35-13 victory for the Lawrenceburg Tigers over the Franklin County Wildcats. The Tigers improved to 2-3 and three on the year. Franklin County falls to one and four. We are now ready for our Ivy Tech Community College stat report. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. Jack, I will send it to you. Talk about some individual player stats on both sides of the ball. Well, really, I mean, we just had some phenomenal performances here overall. I mean, when you look at, uh, you know, Garrett Yoon again, just eight carries uh, for 59 yards. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, Brennan Cox, you know, seven carries uh, on there for 38 yards. Uh, Adam Berg got involved, uh, you know, with 39 yards. Mason Kennedy, again, just like Coach Kanega said, it was a phenomenal performance. Uh, uh, you know, he wasn't even a big fan of the play and decided, hey, 
you know what, this works, it is good, and you know, it takes the right personnel, but Mason Kennedy, uh, 10 carries for 70 yards, uh, you also have Raymer bringing up uh, 81 yards there. Uh, in the passing game, we had Gavin Union take 175 uh, you know, yards there. Uh, for the Cats, we have Brady Bogan with um, uh, 70 yards overall. Uh, again, turnovers were a little bit of an issue with that, uh, you know, uh, both two teams, both teams had uh, uh, two options as far as on fourth down to be able to make that happen, but just were not able to. Um, uh, I guess this Runyon uh, had 22 yards. Um, uh, again, at Hunter, uh, Sean, uh, you know, I do believe that was his first touchdown, his first run of the year for you know 67 yards. Uh, Brady Murray with 11 yards. Uh, you know, just a lot of good individual performances, but Tigers for the most part just truly dominated across the board. Yeah, and again, we give our. Um Hurlinger Chevrolet star of the game to Gavin Yoon, 175 yards um, through the air for Gavin. Total offense for tonight, um, if you add all those individual stats up that Jack delivered, the Tigers 457 yards to Franklin County's 220. The Tigers accumulate 16 first downs to 6 to Franklin County. Third down conversions, this was a key. The Tigers 3 for 9, that's not overly impressive, but a lot of those missed third downs were late in the game when the game was in hand. Franklin County, this was a key. 2 for 12 on third down for Franklin County, so the Tigers' defense showed the ability to hold on third down. Both teams went 0 for 2 on fourth down. We did have some turnovers in the game, each team with two traditional turnovers, and missed a couple of fourth downs. Add it all up, Jack, and it adds up to a 35 to 13 victory for Lawrenceburg. Tigers 2 and 3 on the year, Franklin County 1 and 4. The Tigers have now won six of the last eight in this series, including the last two. And uh, both these teams, um, you know, you, anytime you have two teams entering a game at one and three, one team's going to go home at two and three, and one team's going to go home at one and four. And there's only a one game difference in those records. But boy, it sounds a lot different as we're pushing that middle of the season. Tigers now one game away from evening up to 500. So in the, in the pregame, we talked about this being a, a springboard to the second half of the season. And you could see the Tigers, um, you know, doing that big game next week against Batesville. Then some winnable games with Rushville and Connersville before they close out the season with what looks like an exciting rivalry game with South Dearborn. I mean, really, it is. I mean, this is the, you know the springboard. This has to be a good, just a momentum changer for them. And you know, feeling really down after not being able to finish the game against Milan. Uh, you know, having the heartbreaking loss last week against Greensburg. You know, going for two but still coming up just a little short. Uh, you know, just a lot of those decisions. But when you're able to see the full team come together, able to put the ball on the ground through the air. Um, extra points, be able to take care of the turnovers, the blitzing from the defensive side of the ball. I mean, just a really true balanced offense that you can build on. And like I said before, they're going to go in, watch some film and be like, what the heck were we thinking? You know, no, those, you know, there's still some always some good um, execution plays that you can work on and focus on uh, as you go through the uh, the not-so-winnable games in the rest of the uh, schedule there. Uh, they're going to look back on these moments and be like, okay, yeah, we've been through that. we already been through those uh, tough times and we know how to overcome it. So it's really going to be a, a matter of just keeping that focus and trying to build that on through uh, next week. And Franklin County charging forward um, and Coach Wes Gilman's first year at the helm of his alma mater um, doesn't get any easier for them. They pay a visit to Greensburg next week uh, before home games with South Dearborn and Batesville and then a road game at Harrison. Here on the Eagle next week, we will have the East Central South Dearborn game. I am on the call, I believe, with Chuck Thomas. And I should know where I'm going next Friday. I believe that game is at South Dearborn. I know it's East Central South Dearborn. So it's good to see South Dearborn um, you know, succeeding and putting a little juice back into that rivalry. We're looking forward to that one. 
Um, Jack, it's been a pleasure working with you here this evening. Um, any final thoughts before we sign off for the evening? Uh, just a, a true thank you to our uh, stats for this evening. Uh, you know, really helping me out. Uh, I unfortunately uh, wasn't able to keep up with some of the stats that were going on, so I had a lot of help with all those facts and figures. And definitely thank you for yourself. Uh, you know, what a pleasure this has been. What a great time. And uh, just uh, made the game all that much more enjoyable to work with uh, good people and uh, uh, who are all here for the same reasons. Well, I appreciate that. And that's Brett Hamilton helping us out with stats tonight. Um, and uh, we talked on the way up here between the three of us and and our boss, you know, if you will, Mike Perleberg. We've got half the EIAC covered. Myself, a Lawrenceburg grad, Brett, a South Dearborn grad, Jack, a Rushville grad, and Mike, a Franklin County grad. We called this game together two years ago when Franklin County beat Lawrenceburg and, and had a good time. So we uh, we certainly all appreciate Mike, um, you know, letting us do this uh, this evening. So special thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks to Elliot back on the board in the Eagle Studios in Lawrenceburg. Again, your final Lawrenceburg 35, Franklin County 13. Thanks for listening. This has been High School Football on Eagle 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. You've been listening to a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale, the City of Lawrenceburg, Community Spirit Credit Union, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacy in Dillsboro, Rising Sun, and Lawrenceburg, Garing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hack Ford in Greendale, Margaret Mary Health, Steve Sunoco, BP, Jim True Ford in Brookville, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, Gary Trable, sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet, United Community Bank, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Closing time, every new beginning comes from some other beginning. Yeah.